11 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, it's Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, better late than never. Here we are broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. No thanks to Skype. Well, thanks to Skype, I guess, for getting your shit together, because here we are. Uh, there was a global outage <laughs> of Skype. And we, we were in damage control mode and uh, Miles and Michelle valiantly trying to get us on another system that uh, called Ventrilo, but then they couldn't hear the sounds I was playing for them. I'm like, I don't want to mess up my delicate ecosystem, <laughs> you know, start changing <laughs> yeah. audio settings and, you know, it would be uh, weird. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, welcome to the show, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, welcome. Hi, I don't know if I have 32 or 64 bits, but thank God Skype is back. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Dear Lord. There we go. And uh, we will be going, uh, we'll, we'll be doing a full three hours tonight, uh, so uh, uh, get ready to pull uh, the, the late shift with us here on uh, on Turn Up the Night. And of course, Joe Santorsa graciously agreeing to join until 11 p.m. Eastern. Hello, sir. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hi. Hi, and as Scooter Can says, it's seven o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Indeed. Uh, and of course, uh, uh, the dynamic duo in Port St. Lucie, Florida, tra- desperately trying to help us uh, get get going uh, with the ventrilo, and I really appreciate that. That was magnificent. Uh, uh, Michelle Legon, welcome. Hello. I'm just wishing it would work, but maybe maybe I'll figure something out so we can keep it as a backup for later. Yeah, well, it's worth it's worth trying to sort it out for down the road, definitely. And of yep. course, uh, uh, Miles, who pitched the idea. Thank you, Miles Lagon in Port St. Lucie. Welcome, sir. Yes, and I can use uh, duct tape and rubber bands next time if that if that doesn't go through. Yes, and shockingly enough, I was not nearly as frustrated as I have been in the past because uh, you know I'm just well. First of all, I, uh, my uh, uh, Susan's uh, sister's boyfriend came over and put in a toilet for us yesterday, but I had to help rip up the tile, which are these little tiny, like one inch and one and a half inch tiles <laughs> that some sadists put in back in the fifties or something. Um, right. And um, it was uh, every. I have muscles that I didn't know I had because they hurt today. <laughs> My butt hurts. My butt <laughs> muscles hurt. My gluteus maximus has been max maxed out. <laughs> um, it's uh, I'm I'm I just I'm I'm in pain from head to toe. 
but uh i i'm okay you know so i'm like that you know stressing out over skype ain't gonna help those muscles relax so uh but yes uh but it's great uh, there's a picture on my facebook page of the new floor of course uh i couldn't do it that dan the man um and uh he got me started and then i finished the the tile myself and i didn't do a half bad uh, job it was just adhesive tiles little checkerboard pattern i like it so it looks good yeah you know uh, simple we've had those tiles for a while we were planning on, and i still have a ton of them left it didn't take that much to do that room even though i screwed up like on three different tiles because you flip them over and then you start cutting them and measuring and you're like god damn it i'm supposed to cut the other way you know um, <laughs> so practice makes perfect everybody you do have a sunroom uh yes that um my buddy evan actually is bringing the drawings up this tuesday for the sunroom so um i could yeah i could use the other tiles back there but i think i might i don't know i might do that temporarily and then maybe later on get the bamboo flooring put in or i might just splurge and do it all i don't know I so love the uh, black and white what's that i love the black and white tiles uh, oh me too they look great me too yeah those those are really fun and yeah i do have a, a, a boatload more of them so, uh, all right. Well, kids, uh, as as we teased, uh, we are going to have our good friends Trojan Rabbit and Clinster on in the next hour of the program, the second hour of the program, because uh, that was when we set it up, and I want to honor that for our brand new fun and wacky game show called "What the Hell Is That Noise?" <laughs> or no, what? Or what the hell is that sound? I'm sorry. Um, so it could be noise to some people, but one man's noise is another man's sound. But uh, it's really, it's really going to be a lot of fun. I had, I'm very excited about this. I think it's going to be a great new feature for the program going forward. And uh, the winner of tonight's uh, game, and we're going to have teams as well. Miles and Michelle, you got to pick. Are you Team Joe or are you Team Rain? Uh, I'm Team I Rain. Oh, <laughs> look at that! See? Already, Michelle wants All to just right. do a new battle of the sexes. So it's gonna be oh. it's gonna be Rain with her. She's the team captain with uh, Clinster and Michelle, and Joe team captain with uh, Trojan Rabbit and Miles. So there we go. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And whoever wins tonight will be crowned Sound Hounds. Oh so. boy! <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. You know, a special de dedicated uh, jingle. Is there a crowning ceremony? Um, that uh, that'll come in the mail at some point. <laughs> okay, I'll just get you one of those Burger King crowns and send it your way, uh, <laughs> and write Soundhound on the inside. <laughs> uh, they're reversible that way. So anyway, um, we we I, I, after all this, you know, we didn't have a chance to talk about what audio we have. Um, so uh, I guess I'm just going to kind of get, uh, uh, throw, throw us right into this, uh, uh, really, um, a lot of people are referring to this as Trump's Benghazi, <coughs> um, uh, Niger, there was, uh, an ambush on four green berets in Niger, uh, by, uh, what, uh, everybody's saying is ISIS, Daesh, what have you. Um, yeah. but, uh, this is, uh, from CNN's, uh, Barbara Starr, uh, with a report on this ambush. Four U.S. soldiers killed in an ISIS ambush in the West African nation of Niger, coming home to their families. Half the 12-man team led by Green Berets killed or wounded in a surprise ambush attack. 
We assess risk before every operation, and, and the military has a very rigorous risk assessment process in place, uh, but it's only an assessment. Intelligence showed it was unlikely they would run into enemy forces, officials tell CNN. Had we anticipated this sort of uh, attack, we would have absolutely devoted more resources to it um, to reduce the risk. and. That, that's something we're looking at right now. They were meeting with locals and advising Nigerian forces, but suddenly they were ambushed by more than 50 ISIS-affiliated fighters. The American troops' pickup trucks were shattered by gunfire. They had only rifles to fight back. The ISIS attackers had rocket-propelled grenades and machine guns. But Sergeant LaDavid Johnson, 25 of Florida, was separated from the others. He was found dead nearly 48 hours after the firefight. The Pentagon's Africa Command does not know for sure if this American soldier was wounded and alive on the battlefield and if he was even for a brief time in ISIS hands. Okay, so this is, this is really terrible. You know, nobody wants to hear, um, you know, about servicemen or women, um, you know, special forces, what have you, uh, being ambushed and not having the support they need, um, and um, and no family should ever have to go through through this. But unfortunately, in the world in which we live, this is uh, something that is um, that happens. Um, and generally, we we look for leadership. After the fact. Yeah. And here we are. I was actually looking for leadership during the fact. Yeah. That too. I've been li- looking for leadership wanted, since the turn of the year. <laughs> well, I want to, you know, the, the reason why I say this is because um, I don't want another fake Benghazi investigation. Mm-hmm. I really don't, because that was a lot of hoo-ha. But when that came out, when Benghazi happened, 2011... Whenever it was, yeah. Um, our Secretary of State at the time, and our President, our last legitimate President, they and and Susan Rice and and just everybody, they they came out and they made statements. Look, this is an ongoing thing. We don't know everything that's happening right now. You know, our ambassador was killed and all this. It, it was they were trying to get on top of the story. Mm-hmm. This story. Broke October 5th. Yes. And that was, a, it was, a, I think it was a day after. It wasn't even the day that this happened. And the fact in that story, and I'm really glad that you played that, because that story said that one of our soldiers, they couldn't find him for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, there- and nobody, nobody from the Pentagon, the State Department, the White House said anything no so i just want to you know i just wanted to punch that story ahead a little bit because oh yeah yeah absolutely let's there's there's about another minute left of that uh barber star report let's listen to the 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 rest of that before we get into uh oh the really enraging stuff so here we go africom is reviewing very closely uh the security procedures the army chief of staff openly acknowledging a full investigation is underway. They're evaluating the mission enemy, terrain, time, and all of that to come up with appropriate risk mitigation 
uh, factors. A U.S. special operations team quickly organized a high-risk rescue mission ready to move in. President Trump was briefed. Military officials are now looking into reports that a locator beacon emitted a signal from the area indicating that someone might still be alive on the ground. They are not sure if that signal was really accurate. These are some of our most sensitive operations. The tactics, the techniques, and the procedures uh, are something that we protect very closely because this is a very delicate uh, operation in order to bring back a service member who's somehow been separated from his unit. There were no U.S. armed aircraft nearby. French aircraft did arrive on scene, but there was no authorization from Niger to allow airstrikes on its territory. So there you go. Um, Joe, do you want to you wanna jump in here before we uh, get uh, real angry? Um, well, I'm already angry. Yeah. Because we didn't know about this for 14 days. Exactly. Am I right? Yeah. And, and in the meantime, our president was golfing. Yep. Oh, yeah. And three servicemen were killed in the line of duty. And not a word was said by our president about this incident. Then we have a Benghazi riot when our Secretary of State and our president were desperately trying to control the situation mm -hmm. and gave us updates minute by minute and were savaged for that because yes. their updates weren't always accurate because it was an ongoing investigation, of course. And we had like four years of Benghazi hearings. Mm -hmm. Yet this asshole mm -hmm. golfs. Yes. Well, let, let me play and a little nothing bit. nothing is said. Yeah, let me Nothing play a little bit of interesting audio from somebody who's a veteran himself. Uh, yes. Will Fisher from Vote Vets uh, at Vote Vets on Twitter, who mm -hmm. have been blocked by Donald Trump. Vote Vets has been He's blocked on Twitter by <laughs> Trump. That fucker. That fucking coward. Fucking asshole. Yeah, listen, listen that to fake patriot. That oh, don't. All right, sorry. Cap Captain Bone Spurs. What were you saying, Miles? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just uh, I, as much of a slap in the face as it is to go golfing while troops that are serving underneath you are dead or dying or you know in need of support. It. This is going to sound crass, but really, Trump does less damage. When he's golfing, <laughs> he's he's not doing not anything anymore. to screw us over. The optics are horrible. I agree. Yeah. But at least when he's golfing, he's not bending us over and giving it to us. So well, honestly, at this point, I I gotta I gotta say, not anymore. Yeah, this because is because I'm pretty sure that the families of those dead soldiers. Yeah. Not. I don't think you can say that anymore. Well, he's golfing when those bodies came home, and I know we'll talk Look, about that, but yeah. not yeah. anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been in the Situation Room. Oh, he yeah. should have been. 
you know, but the thing is, you know, he's a rich white male and everybody loves him. And uh, President um, Obama and Secretary Clinton were the two worst things in the world to the conservative right. They were black and a woman. They, well, they let's, can't let's, Trump focused on anything unless it has two scoops of ice cream. Well, let's let's listen to the, this clip again from a veteran, Will Fisher, from Vote Vets. It's been 12 days since four Green Berets were killed in ambush in Niger. And has Donald Trump acknowledged their sacrifice on Twitter? No. Has Donald Trump even picked up the phone and called their families? No. And during a press conference today, Donald Trump led us to believe that he just been been able to find the time to do so. Yet during that same period of time, Donald Trump has found time to play golf. Donald Trump's found time to tweet about Hillary Clinton, NFL protest, and Bob Corker's height. And Donald Trump's, yep, found time to golf a little more. You know what, Donald? Do us all a favor. Just stop. Don't even bother. Because you're not a president. And you're certainly no commander-in-chief. Boom. Amen. Amen to that, gentlemen. He is not a commander. No. Wow. No. He's not a commander. He tries to make demands, but he's not a commander. So he blocked these guys? He blocked yeah. uh, Vote Vets on, on Twitter. Because uh, how how soon after that did he did he block? Because he must have watched that in order for him to be, come out defensively with that speech about, I wrote letters to everybody. He blocked, he blocked them. them. To answer that. your question, he, he blocked them a while back because it's the it's like a yeah. pen, uh, uh, um a pinned tweet. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, this is this guy is not. He, he's a part of vote bets. Yes. So okay. he blocked the entire organization. Yes. He blocked an organization that is designed to recruit veterans to vote. I mean, he, to to run for office. Uh, they they pinned the tweet nice. on June 13th of this year. Mm-hmm. So. There you go. I still can't get blocked. Come on, block me, Fat Daddy Dolly, Donnie. Um, uh, well, I'm sure it doesn't help that Tammy Duckworth is uh, in one of their, uh, and Joe Biden are in one of the, uh, you know, the swearing in of um, uh, Tammy Duckworth is like their their banner image. So I'm sure that uh, you know, just the mere mention or sight of Tammy Duckworth sends uh, Fat Donnie into nervous charts. You know? God forbid. She's a woman and a combat veteran who sacrificed a lot. So, uh, all right. I, I heard somebody uh, winding up here. What, what do you got? Who was it? Um, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> dark so, thoughts. Dark thoughts. They're dark thoughts, and I wouldn't. All right. Where's fucking Trey Gowdy? Oh, his yeah. Greasing his hair up. Well, I've got you a know, new what? haircut to think about. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, Trey, Ga- Trey Gowdy and um, Elijah Cummings, If you, this is to give you a serious answer. They are busy trying to get um, answers. They want, they want to have hearings on the White House emails and their private servers. Believe it or not, Trey just, Gowdy. Wow. Is a, but yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah, I, really. I'll find the link. I'll yeah. find the link. But seriously, the way think the, I'm just saying this stuff. The way he, the way he crowed about Benghazi, and now nothing. But yes. You know. That's they why gr- I said they, I don't want another fake investigation. But goddamn it, the they hypocrisy. Grilled, 
they grilled Hillary Clinton for seven freaking hours. Eleven. Got nothing. And now we have a fat pig, a sack of shit for our president, not our president, occupying the White House, stinking the place up. (laughs) And not a word about this on on most of the news outlets. Not a piece. There should be outrage. It it should be. I want to know who greenlit this African, uh, who Africon, who yeah. who greenlit this? We're not even talking about that. And you know, you're right, Joe. I mean, really, the media. I, I don't know if it was just because it was because Benghazi happened on nine eleven that the media just freaked out. Mm-hmm. This happened on ten five. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. think it's the same day that the Trump pussy tapes came out. I don't know if it was the same day. It doesn't matter. But here it is, 13 days later. Mm-hmm. 13 days later. Yeah. And this president said that, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I get letters written out to those who died. In, uh, I think they went out yesterday, or they're going out tonight, or probably tomorrow. Exactly. Oh, oh, wait. Your sympathies. Exactly. Wait. Your sympathies in the mail. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, Let, let's the listen. checks in the mail. Yeah, let's let's before you. before it gets much uh, uh, longer, because I want I want to try and hit the break on time because we're going to pick up this story when we come back. We'll do name calling after our game show, so everybody hang tight. Um, but uh, name calling oh, if you want. <laughs> yeah, well, we got some choice names for uh, Fat Daddy Donald. Um, here's um, here's Trump uh, making excuses in the Rose Garden yesterday. Why haven't we heard anything from you so far about the soldiers that were killed in Niger, and what do you have to say about uh, that? I've written them personal letters. Uh, they've been sent, or they're going out tonight, but they were written during the weekend. Uh, I will, at some point during the the period of time call the parents and uh, the families what because i have done that traditionally uh i felt very very badly about that i always feel badly it's it's the toughest the toughest calls i have to make are the calls where uh this happens soldiers are killed uh it's a very difficult thing now it gets to a point where you know you make four or five of them in one day is a very very tough day for me that's by far the toughest so oh my the God. traditional oh, way if you look at uh, president you. obama and other presidents most of them uh, didn't make calls a lot of them didn't make calls you. i like to call when it's appropriate when i think i'm oh. able to do it uh, they oh. have made the ultimate sacrifice so oh. generally i would say that i like to call i'm going to be calling them i want a little time to pass i'm going to be calling them i have as you know since i've been president i have uh, but in addition uh, i actually wrote letters individually to the uh, <laughs> soldiers liar. we're talking about and they're going to be going out either oh, today or tomorrow uh, wait wait they went out yesterday or maybe today or they're going or out today tomorrow. or tomorrow Oh my God! This was you know. the biggest lie. Honestly, the biggest outright lie that this man has ever told. Mm-hmm. Because he You're, gave us a story with it, you know, a little soliloquy, as it were. You know, poor fucking him. You know what a terrible day. Thank he had. you. 
that's, three people, that, three families lost their lives, brothers, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, and you had a fucking tough day because you had to make a phone call? Hot on. And he didn't why even make a phone call. Why don't you go fuck yourself, Donnie? Preach it. Donnie, why don't you just go fuck yourself? Why don't you go burn in hell? Why don't you hey, self-immolate on the White House lawn? You fucker, you. Hey, Let, Trump. I'm sorry. It's fuck you. There we go. It, sorry. It's really, it's really disgusting what he, when Joe and I, and Ken, I don't know if you were, I think, I think you were, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was I was with you in spirit, uh, but uh, I was I I had a lot of I had a lot of stuff going on on staycation. So, oh my god, am I hearing the things that I'm? Because I heard it real time, and it was like I can't believe he's saying that it's really hard on him to make calls to Gold Star families. It's really hard. And I feel like, you know, I'll call them at the right time. And he actually tried to make it sound like, oh, he did try to make it sound like, I'm going to wait until it's good for them. But you know what? No, he made it, it, it really came down to, I'm going to call them when I feel like, okay, that Kentucky Fried Chicken is finally settling in my stomach. That man is a horrible, horrible leader. Oh, yeah. He's a horrible person. Everything he's about a, him he's, he's the worst thing. He's... You're the president of the United States of America. I'm waiting for the You have an honor lead. and a duty to respect the families of those that have fallen. An I'm honor waiting. and a goddamn duty. And I'm, I'm waiting I'm for the leak. I'm waiting for the leak <sighs> that tells us, like, about two days from now, that he never sent any letters. That he oh. didn't even know about this. He well, didn't oh, even know about this. I wouldn't be surprised. Get- Miles, Miles. How, how is... I, I was gonna say, how is he gonna get the post post office to postmark the cards <laughs> to the date that he said he mailed them? <laughs> That's not gonna happen. But the, no. the, here's the he's got until no. tomorrow. But the the psychosis that you can really see. I, I mean, this is as plain as day. Is he has to make it about himself? Of course. Even when we're talking about dead soldiers. I mean, the worst, the highest sacrifice you can make for this country. And he goes on about, this was the, the toughest day for me. For and, me. And, and, and then mm-hmm. when he talks about the, the previous presidents, how I'm the only president that called. They never called. They never did this. They never did that. I'm the only one that did it. He has, He can only elevate himself as bad you know, as he is by putting everybody else down or trying I, to. I know we're going to get to it later, but I just want to remind people. That the Bush administration said no cameras at Dover Air Force Base. And it was the Obama administration who said, yeah, we're going to have cameras back there. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to show when the when the dead, when the, the, the family of the dead agrees, we're going to show those bodies coming back. Uh, absolutely. And uh, he uh, Michelle, respected, wh- he respected yeah. the family. So I'm Mi- sorry. L- I'm s- let's give Michelle a, little, a, a couple, uh, a few words here because we have to go to the break, but we're going to pick up this conversation when we come back. Michelle. Just three words. I'm disgusted. And I really can't rant about this because I did. If I do, I'm going to start crying. All right. No and problem. I'll, we'll go ahead. They and, allowed him uh, yes. to continue playing with his putter. And that's, Oh, they did. I hear you. No problem. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and and go to the break. Uh, When we come back, uh, we're going to hear a little bit more about this story. And uh, but I think uh, a nice cleansing song for us right now. Uh, Everybody warm up your fingers. 
Because you're going to start throwing them in the air here in a moment. We'll be right back with uh, more Turn Up Tonight right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed this is what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shorter or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order. This is what you play when you waiting in line. This is what you play when people wasting your time. This is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says, me and you, we need some time apart. This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder. This is what you play when the police pull you over. This is what you need when you just can't stand it. Every time you do right, they take you for granted. This is what you play when we in a recession. This is what you play when politicians don't listen. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say, fuck you, fuck you. Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, I'm me. That's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you, do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too. Or some of you might say, suck my food. This is about being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say, fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them and say, fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air.
I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played with laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I'm worse, it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Uh, and of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> yeah this story <laughs> this story it's uh it's it's it ain't a good one and of course joe santor says scranton pennsylvania the electric city welcome back sir i'm not gonna do that anymore i'm calm now <laughs> <laughs> is this the the new the new scranty, scranty. <laughs> for five minutes i'll be all right uh yeah so i i, I can uh I, I can give you uh give you that real quick here you go huh? first of all i'd just like to announce that i'm calm now <laughs> and i will remain calm as long as you sons of <laughs> i'm not gonna do that because that's the old spicy and this is the new spicy that's right. So that's right. You're uh, testing me, big guy. You're testing me. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, Michelle Lagan in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back. Sorry for the rough stuff on the program. 
No, that's all right. I think I'm going to um, direct all of my anger and all my sadness to chasing down that damn raccoon that keeps breaking into my patio. There you go. <laughs> Get some little <laughs> raccoon handcuffs. Yeah. Because they got hands. Um, maybe maybe I could ship him up to Washington, you know? Sure. <laughs> sure. He's, he had bigger hands than we Trump. Have enough, we have enough. You ursinist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, when it, he tears apart my screens, I'm gonna. It, it makes me angry. Ooh, very. I'm the one, uh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, that other. The I'm the one who. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Miles Lagan in Port St. Lucie. Welcome back, sir. Yes, and I have a question for Trump that I'm hoping a, a, a reporter manages to ask him. So, what's that? When we continue the discussion. Oh, I, I, all right. My question for Trump. Some reporter needs to get the cojones. He'll be banned for life out of the White House. But when when uh, he gets a chance to ask Trump, after the soldiers were killed and you were playing golf, was your game thrown off a little bit? Did it did it really affect your game, or were you you know on on your game? Did it really did it hurt your game at all, or were you like you know really knocking it out there? You know, were you? Yeah. Did he, did he get did another? Did the four dead soldiers bother you in the least bit, or were you like you know really really pounding the greens out there? You know, like you normally do. Then run up and punch <laughs> him in his right and square in the bone spurs. <laughs> yeah, that a reporter that had those balls would get banned real quick. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, I want to play you a little what? bit. I got to give oh, the reporters yeah. credit. I got to give them credit. They asked him about this thing in niger yesterday mm-hmm. and and they they caught him give give them credit for that yeah, yeah. and he still blew him off, still, yeah, he blew him off. that's what he you know, does he, what he does but he got yep. caught in a lie yeah yeah he got caught in a lie and multiple we got it on lies. tape and that's important multiple yeah. lies um and uh so let, let's go ahead and listen to this clip uh because this has one of my uh favorite clips uh, of the year so far. Um, this is from CNN's counterterrorism analyst, uh, Phil Mudd, who also, I believe, worked for the CIA at one time. Um, this is what he had to say about uh, poor little fat daddy Donald having a bad day. Boy, it's a tough day for the president. How about for the families who accepted a child or a father or a spouse home in a casket? It's not a tough day for them. This guy has the empathy of a cockroach. From the day after his inauguration, when he showed up at my agency, my former agency, the CIA, in front of the wall of fallen heroes and spoke about the size of his inauguration. Fast forwarding now, what is it, nine months, and he can't figure out his responsibility, not only as the commander in chief, but as the consoler in chief, is to tell those families, it's not about me, it's not about Donald Trump. It's about 330 million Americans saying, thank you for having someone in your family who sacrificed your life for the flag. I just, I can't understand why that message is so hard to learn coming from the background I did when you look at people who serve overseas and who give their lives he's supposed to say something simple we love what they did for this country we empathize with the families and we stand with you maybe even going to dover air force base to salute those caskets as they come home and all he can say is my job is tough and the guys who came before me like president obama also didn't do too well in these circumstances i just don't get it uh yeah but this clip right here this guy has mm-hmm. the empathy of a cockroach <laughs> i love it <laughs> that actually i've seen a palmetto bug in my house 
we we need to cut that out and keep that as a, a as a a verbal clip, you know, just a standard oh. clip. Oh, know? it's it's here. This guy has the oh. empathy of a cockroach. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Two full seconds of that glory right there. Was that uh, who's that again? Phil Mudd. He is the uh, counter okay. uh, counterterrorism analyst on CNN and also worked uh, for the CIA. And um, wow, yeah. So and again, when he talked about. You know, uh, you know, going to uh, you know, standing in front of the wall of uh, fallen agents at, you know, at the CIA headquarters. Uh, he oh. bra- he bragged about his inauguration. That was that was last January, right? Yeah, that was, it was January like or February. Weeks of yeah, okay. it, it, it was it was real early. Yeah, it, it was uh, real early in in his uh, in his uh, reign of terror. Um, God damn. Yeah. So I, I want to open I want to get the audio out of the way for this, and then we'll just have open discussion for the for the end of this uh, story. I have one more clip. Uh, Trump obviously feeling a little bit of pressure and a little bit of scorn. Well, what are you going to do when that happens? You're going to go visit Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Friends, everybody. A man whose eyebrows <laughs> went missing somewhere in the 90s. Um yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, Kilmeade casually saying, you know, do you uh, do you wish you would handle that better? Maybe. Uh, can I ask you uh, what you thought about when you brought up past presidents and what they've done? Do you want to clarify anything? Well, there? there's nothing to clarify. Oh. No, he didn't even ask if you could have handled it better. He's like, you know, do, do you want to clarify? Well, no, there's nothing to clarify. I'm just a huge sack of shit. You know, I mean, that's what he should have said, but unfortunately, that's not where it went. Because if you look at my hola, this was, again, fake news CNN. I mean, they're just a bunch of fakers. Your fucking words! Your fucking words! You sick, grotesque sack of wet vomit and shit mixed together. But do you not understand what a coward he is? Because CNN asked him that question yesterday. Yeah. And he answered it. And now today he's saying, oh, that question was fake news. It, it was but his he answer. The question. It was him saying, I had a hard time. <laughs> so they asked me that question. And for the most part, to the best of my knowledge, I think I've called every family of somebody that's died. Uh, and really? it's the hardest Shit. call to make. And I said it very loud and clear yesterday. The uh, hardest thing for me to do is do that. Are you fucking doing that again? I think yes. <laughs> so, so it's not fake news that you're making it all about the you. Part I think. I think the the, the 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 thing about that is he's giving himself an out because when if it comes out that he didn't do it, he's like, "Oops, I made a mistake." But I mean, it's just like you think because if he he didn't, that's a flat out lie. But he gives well, himself an out. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Unless. Every single member, every single Gold Star family who has died since Trump has been in office comes out and says, I didn't get a phone call. He has plausible deniability. Yeah. He, he gets away. Today, he, he gets to I, lie. I don't think every single one would have to do it. I think if it just starts trickling out like, you know, the accusers of Cosby and it starts piling yeah. up, uh, it doesn't need but to be you, every single I, Well, This is why he said that. That's why he said, I think. Yeah. Joe. Because then, <laughs> as if none of this is bad enough, he brings 
Oh. General Kelly's son. Oh, yeah, My that's that's in, into this, huh? Is is that also cover that? is that is that in the, I think that might let's see if it's in the tail end of the clip because I believe it is. If it's so, not, we need to bring it up. Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's see if it's in the end of this clip. Now, as far as other uh, representatives, I don't know. I mean, you could ask General Kelly, did he yep. get a call from Obama? You could ask other people. I don't know what Obama's policy was. I write letters and I also call. Now, sometimes, you know, if you had a tragic event with us, it's, it's very difficult to be able to do that. But I have called, I believe everybody, but certainly I'll use the word virtually everybody. Everybody, where during the last nine months something's happened to a soldier I've called virtually everybody I've gone to Dover I've seen what takes place at Dover it's an incredible scene and very very sad one of the saddest things you'll ever see uh, but I really speak for myself I'm not speaking for other people I don't know what Bush did I don't know what Obama did you could find out easily what President Obama did all you have to do is ask the military people but I believe his policy was somewhat different than my policy I can tell you my policy is I've called every one of them and you have to let a little virtually you can't just call immediately uh, but uh, I will be calling have called and will be calling uh, the parents and the loved ones uh, wives etc of the soldiers that recently were killed so he had two different versions of that answer of that non-answer I virtually called everybody I've called everybody yeah yeah, he virtually called. He put on his VR visors and pretended. Oh God. First of all, your chief of staff lost a son. Mm-hmm. And you I am sure that. And he exploited yes, that. Yes, I, I am sure that has caused him and will continue to cause him a great deal of pain. Every day, remaining day of his life. And then you drag him into the political arena? You know, if I was John Kelly tonight, I would have told him to go fuck yourself, and I would have walked out of there with my briefcase and said, I'm never coming back here. I'm done with you. I would take Second him. of all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Joe. When Joe's done, I got something to say. Six months after Kelly's son died on the battlefield, Obama held a non-political, non publicized dinner for gold star families and the Kellys were there at the table next to first lady Michelle Obama yes well so why didn't he you. Why, did, why didn't he brag about it like Trump would have oh gee let's see because nobody even knew about the dinner because he thought it was a solemn thing he was doing bingo Ooh, yes I Here's here's oh, here's something else I really want to add to this. This uh, to me, because I'm I'm so happy you brought that up, Joe. Because the White House today, the administration, came out and said, "Oh, President Obama didn't call John Kelly when his son died in the field." All right, mm-hmm. you all heard that. I mean, I don't know if you all heard that. I read that, and all I could think was. John Kelly's son had a wife. Yeah. And protocol protocol requires that the wife is the the wife is the one that gets that yeah. gets the phone call, that uh, gets unless, the knock on the door. Unless the, the, they're single, you know, if they're single, then you yeah, contact the parents. He, 
John Kelly's son was not single. Mm-hmm. John Kelly's son was not single. So the idea, the very freaking idea that the White House came out and said, oh, President Obama didn't call John Kelly when his son died is ridiculous and disgusting and just as political as anything else we heard. Because John Kelly, as Joe pointed out, was invited to a Gold Star family dinner. And I haven't looked into it, but I would put money on it that John Kelly's daughter-in-law was invited to. Yeah. Because protocol requires when somebody lies and dies in, uh, in the battlefield, the spouse, the spouse is called first. Yeah, it's, it's relatively simple the stuff. The White House doesn't but, get that. But, you know, the Trump I'm cult so, doesn't get I'm it. I'm pissed off about this. Yeah. The Trump the, cult is in the White House right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really are. For them to sit there and say, oh, Obama didn't call John Kelly. That wasn't Obama's job. Yeah, Kelly needs to. Uh, Ke- Kelly really needs to pack up his dignity and leave. I think um, so. Yeah. I think know. so. I think it's past. I, if this doesn't do it, he'll never leave because dragging his son into the political arena yeah. for no reason, making that man and family yes. and his wife go yes. through this all over again because this man finds it too hard to have any empathy for anybody. I mean, that is enough to push anybody over the edge. I mean, again today, he doubled down. He doubled down and said, I make all the, I called all the families. You played well, of course, the Trump knows. I called all the families. And I look on Twitter. I'm not like one of those people who goes on Twitter to get into fights. Mm-hmm. I, I use it for research. I have not seen one Gold Star family and if I'm missing it, I want somebody to show it to me. I have not seen one Gold Star family say, I got a phone call from this administration, from Trump. Not one. Not one letter, because people can take a picture. They can put it up there on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Well, let's not for let's not forget his utter contempt for gold. I mean, what was his track record with Gold Star families when he was running uh, for office? That's exactly the Khan uh-huh. family. Contempt, yeah, uh, absolute contempt. I, I, I'd like to apologize. I, I, for my warped sense of humor, I, uh, I have a, a solution for Trump. All he has to do. Is invite some the Gold Star families to go on a golf outing with him at some Trump or you know property under on the taxpayers' dime. I think Trump might go for that. You know what? That would not be unoriginal. George Mm -hmm. W. Bush did that. Wow. He with Gold Star families? Yes. Interesting. No, he did that. I mean, God damn it. Now I'm in a place where I have to, I don't want to defend him. No. <laughs> yeah, but but the, here's the I thing. I did apologize. Here's the thing. I, I did he, apologize. <laughs> no, it's fine. He led us into war. He led us into war. I, yes, okay. Did. And and there are a lot of Gold Star mothers and there, there are stories out there right now who, who they're going after Trump. They're going after Trump saying, I yelled and screamed at him, but he listened to me. But here's the thing. And I, I, George W. Bush printed a a book of of wounded warriors that he painted. Yeah. And yeah. every one of those wounded warriors he met with. 
Yeah. That's his book. Yeah. That's his book. And so for Trump to sit there and say, I don't think other presidents have done this, is disgusting. Oh, yeah. And what, what you know what cracked me up, too, is the, and I, 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 I shouldn't say cracked me up, pissed me off is more like it, is in the Rose Garden when he, uh, I, I for, actually, I, I think it was in the Rose, no, I don't even remember where, which one it was, the Kill Me one or that one. But he's like, you know, traditionally with me, traditionally? Nine months? Nine months yeah. traditionally? Yeah. Well, traditionally yeah. with you, you berate Gold Star families, uh, you know, because that was our introduction. That You started the, tra- the tradition there with the, the Khan exactly. family. And now you're saying traditionally you do this, but then you also kind of do it this way and that way and then the other way, and then you give yourself a reach around and a pat on the back. And it's like, no, you don't have any fucking standards let alone a standard for reaching out to these families. So you don't get to fucking say, traditionally, this is what I do. Traditionally, you don't do jack shit is what you do traditionally. There is no proof that Trump has ever reached out to any gold star family. No. Any. Period. And and I, 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 like I said, I'm looking on Twitter. I'm waiting for somebody to prove me wrong. I did not believe that he went to Dover. I found out yeah. he did go to Dover. He did. Well. And it was in the first two weeks of his administration. Oh, so well, he went to yeah. Dover. So, yeah. So, basically, in the first two weeks of his administration, he went to Dover. Not, but he's not going to Dover if something happens under his watch. He didn't go right? to Dover when the Green Berets came back. No. No. I mean, in the first two weeks of his administration, I mean... You know, like, I mean, he he had no control over anything at that point. He didn't even, you know, shit. They still don't have their cabinet fully staffed, those idiots. Yeah, it's, um, it's just, oh, God. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. We got to wrap it up here, so folks, because we have some serious business to talk about after the show. And that's okay. crazy sounds. <laughs> So what a hard shift we're going to make right here. But I'll tell you what, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have Team Rain and Team Joe, and uh, we're going to get our uh, other contestants on to join. And again, we have Team Rain with uh, Michelle, Team Joe with Miles, and then, of course, uh, uh, Clintster will be on Team Rain and Trojan Rabbit on uh, rounding out uh, Team Joe. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to really like this game. So uh, hang tight. We'll be right back with uh, two more hours. <laughs> if, if, we, if we can all hang in there, we'll, we'll be back with two more hours. But sit, yes, we're we gonna, we'll break it up with, with fun stuff, too. Don't worry, everybody. Uh, we'll right. be right back. And we'll do name calling after the, the game and everything, too. So anyway, um, but not until after the Green News Report. But anyway, we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right for this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? America! Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. This guy has the empathy of a cockroach. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And joining me as always, going into the inaugural edition of uh, What the Hell Is That Sound?, Joining me out of uh, the uh, great state or the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back, sir. And I'm happy to say that my representative, Tom uh, Marino, <laughs> Marino, yeah, thank you, um, is going to lose brother. next. Is going to lose next year. Oh, I hope so. Oh yes. Ooh. So we have the knives out for him here in Scranton. Oh, well, right. he, you know what? Here, here's here's the here's the, the 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 funny part. He's 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 not the congressman for Scranton. The rest of the Scranton is the county seat of Lackawanna County, but the rest of Lackawanna County is in Marinos, and Scranton itself, which is a Democratic stronghold, is in a other congressman's district. They actually cut the city out. So that would be gerrymandering. That would be. Well, there you go. Just saying. why. Which is why, right, I don't know if you're going to introduce me, but i got something to say. Yeah, I, I am. I'm sorry. The the um, uh, Skype is still acting up, and I'm having a hard time finding people in the contacts here. But, um, yeah, let's go ahead and well, just, uh, welcome back uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. So, this is why. What, what Joe just talked about regarding how gerrymandering goes, that... Everybody around Scranton is now in that guy's seat, except yeah. for the blue district. Um, we're we're having an election here in Virginia for our governor. Okay. And um, if we can make sure that we retain the seat in a Democratic position, Ralph Northam, everybody, um, Virginia gets to be the first state to say, guess what? The census is coming in twenty. 2020 
Okay. He'll be he'll be in office in 2020, and we can do something about redistricting here in Virginia. So well, please, so. any Virginian that's listening, vote Ralph Northam. Vote. Very good. Vote, Very vote, good. Vote. All right, and welcome back, uh, Miles, uh, in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello, sir. Yes, hello. Ready to go. And Michelle Legon in Port St. Lucie, uh, the other half of the dynamic duo, and of course can be heard on Mike Check Radio every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Hello. Hello, I am here. All right. And ladies and germs, our contestants have arrived uh, on uh, representing Team Rain tonight uh, for uh, what the hell is that sound is the one and only Clinster. Hello, sir. Clinster. Yay. Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing well. Are you excited about the game? Oh, yeah. Let's do this. Oh, this yeah. is going to be fun. And, of course, Trojan Rabbit uh, uh, joining up on uh, Team Joe tonight. Welcome, sir. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, thank get you. I couldn't get wrapped up, TR. I, I'm I'm very excited about this. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. Um, I did a coin toss during the break. Team Joe will get the first guess, and then we'll alternate uh, with uh, Team Rain getting the other one. There and and there's going to be a series of five sounds with four multiple choice uh, answers that you all get to deliberate upon after I play the sound. But without further ado, how much time? Um, I don't care. Okay. Here's the here's the jingle. Get ready to play. What the hell is that sound? On turn up the night with Kenny Pig. <laughs> What the hell? And now it's time to play What the Hell Is That Sound? What the hell is that shit? All right, players. Let's get ready to find out what the hell is that sound. So, the first sound. I can't say what it is. I don't want to ruin my game. <laughs> All right, Team Joe, since you won the coin toss, I will play you this. And, of course, once again, Team Joe, consisting of Joe, Trojan Rabbit, and Miles, this is the first sound. And just wait for me to read you the answers. All right. So the following answers, you get to choose which one you believe is the correct answer. A, is that a minor bird defending its nest? B, a kitten with a cold? C, a hairy armadillo being manhandled? Or D, the thing that lives inside Pat Robertson's soul? <laughs> uh, Pat Robertson doesn't have a soul. So we could rule that out. Yeah. Yep. It it yeah. sounds it sounds too kitten like to be kitten. Right. I agree. Uh, yeah, I know, I'm not thinking kitten. Would uh, you like me to re read, read the uh, answers again real quick? I, I'm leaning towards the first one. Uh, the a minor bird defending its nest. Like, I, I yeah. can't I can't see it being a kitten and uh, armadillo. Uh, a hairy armadillo, no less. 
hairy, hairy armadillo. Oh, the hairy armadillo. How would how I, would the, how I would you know it's hairy? I don't know what an armadillo sounds like. <laughs> how would you know it's hairy from the? <laughs> the, the unhairy one is higher. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Well, then that rules that out. I guess we go with the first one. Okay, so you so. are going with A, a minor bird defending against the nest. Okay, Team Rain, time to deliberate. Would you like to hear the sound again? Sure. Okay, again, a minor bird defending its nest, a kitten with a cold, aww, a hairy armadillo being manhandled, or the thing that lives inside Pat Robertson's soul. Now, my, my thought is it's too electronic to sound like either <laughs> You're B on our C. team! Don't help them! <laughs> no, stop. No, no, no. This is your time. This is your turn to deliberate. This is our turn. This oh, is, yeah. this is okay, Team I'm Rain's dumb. time. Oh, yes. I'm dumb. I'm no, dumb. okay. You're, you're our we... captain, so you get the, the overriding I'm a terrible coach. captain, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it sounds too electronic to be either B or C. Now, A... You know, it could be A, a minor bird, easily. I've heard minor birds. They're pretty crazy. But D, that would actually have to be a lot electronic as well because, you know, <laughs> we don't know what the sound of a soul is. So I'll give you I'm a hint. I'll give you a hint in the game. I'll give you, I'll, I can give you one hint in this game is it's never going to be D. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, I, then I would say A as well because minor birds have a very interesting uh, vocal all right, all right. There you go. Does, does Rain agree with that? Oh, oh, Rain. Yes, the and Paul. Paul God damn to, it. I mean, not Paul. Uh, Clinster. Clinster has to agree with it too. I'm sorry. <laughs> Clint, do, are are you going with A as well, or you, did you want to know the other answers? Oh no, no. I know the, all the answers, or well, I know the the ones you've given us. Gotcha. Um, as much as I want it to be D, uh, I'm going to say A. Okay. All right. So A for both teams. All right. So Team Rain, uh, you get to deliberate first on this next one. Here you go. All right. Is that A, a cheetah chilling out in the grass? B, a sparrow sizing up a birdbath? C, a baby penguin scared of a rock? Or D, the sound Ted Cruz's chair makes when he's on Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Rain, Michelle, and uh, Clinster, do you think it's a cheetah chilling out in the grass, a sparrow sizing of a birdbath, a baby penguin scared of a rock, or the sound Ted Cruz's chair makes when he's on Twitter? Well, I, I know cheetahs have a very high-pitched chirp. But I don't know if it sounds exactly like that. Sparrow, yes. I don't know what a penguin sounds like, so I can't help you out with that. So mine would either be A or B. I'm leaning more towards B. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I'm, I'm thinking B, too. So. Rain? Do you also think it's a sparrow sizing up a birdbath? I'm listening. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, it's, a, I'm thinking it's a sparrow. I'm with uh, Yeah. All right. So, final answer is B, a sparrow sizing of a bird. We good bath. with this? 
Uh, you're the captain. I'm good. All right. <laughs> All right. Team Joe, would you like to hear the clip again? I would. Why not? Yeah. Uh, All right. Is it A, a cheetah chilling out in the grass, B, a sparrow sizing up a birdbath, A, a baby penguin scared of a rock, or D, the sound Ted Cruz's chair makes when he's on Twitter? He needs some WD-40. I, <laughs> I, I would like to... I, I put I put my headphones real close to my ears, and I was listening really close for yeah. ambient noises that I thought might give a hint. Mm -hmm. And I thought I heard a clatter. The kind of a clatter of a pebble. So I'm wondering if it's C. Just from the ambient sound I heard, I heard a clatter. It was like after the third or fourth chirp. What do you think, Joe? Uh, I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking penguin. Trojan rabbit. Penguin. I've I've never heard a penguin before. So, but uh, yeah, this this you said it was a baby obviously, penguin. Did you not? Yeah. I obviously don't have the uh, the um, the help of a set of headphones, so I'm going to go. I'll go with C. Okay, so final answer C: a baby penguin scared of a rock. All right, here we go. This is the sound number three. Team Joe, you get to deliberate first on uh, this one. All right. Is that A, a toucan eating Chick-fil-A, B, a, a, pe a, pe a peacock feeling frisky, C, an ostrich fending off a snake, or D, Dana Loesch warming up for her voice uh, voiceover on an NRA ad? Uh. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I don't think anything with a soul eats Chick-fil-A. No. Uh, so I'm not leaning towards the A option. The uh, C was what? Uh, C was an ostrich fending off a snake. I think ostriches ha are a little more deep-throated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards the... <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I've, I've heard peacocks before. That's... I'm, I'm leaning towards peacock myself. You've heard... Yeah. You've, no. TR... For, I've I've heard peacocks before, uh, uh -huh. and that that's sound more like peacockish than uh, than uh, than ostrich. My only time I've heard an ostrich was on a is on a Three Stooges short, and it doesn't sound like an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 leaning towards B. I concur. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think okay. so. I think you guys said. All right. Mm -hmm. Final answer is a peacock feeling frisky. Yep. All right. Yep. Would you, would Team Rain, would you like to hear the sound again? Uh, yes. I don't, but they might have to. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. Team Rain, deliberate. Clint. Um, okay. Yeah, Clint. <laughs> God, uh, God, it's so uh, it's it. It seems like it might be B. Okay, and just just a recap. I'll, I'll give a recap of the of the answers to uh, a toucan eating Chick Fil A, a peacock feeling frisky, an ostrich fending off a snake, or Dana Loesch warming up her voice for an NRA ad. I, I'm I'm seriously thinking it's B because I grew up in an area where peacocks were rampant. 
and mm-hmm. that sounded like noises that met me in the morning. <laughs> they were horrible noises. Peacocks are beautiful birds, but they sound like hell. Oh, they're they're worse than roosters. <laughs> yeah. Clint, uh, Clint, I gotta tell you, that sounded like a peacock. I'm, yeah. Let's 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 go with B. Let's go. With, All sorry, right. You got it. Peacock is uh, it, so in both there. teams ruled peacock, right? Both, both teams did. You've you've agreed on two thus far. Uh, so, uh, but all right, we have two more to go. So uh, let's see. So we're we're, we're uh, back to Team Rain deliberating first. This is the next oh, sound. All right, Dodge Hemi. (laughs) Is that too too soon? Is is that a koala bears tussling in a tree? B a wombat versus Tasmanian devil? C a toucan eating Chick Fil A? Or D Melania Trump when Donald and or D uh, Melania Trump when Donald enters the bedroom? Right. Oh, you need wow. to read all of them back again. Uh, would that be uh, koala bears tussling in a tree, a wombat versus a tom- Tasmanian devil, a toucan eating Chick-fil-A, or Melania Trump when Donald enters the bedroom? All right, guys. I'm going to guess B because I heard the snorting after the screaming. And and so Melania is never around a Dodge Emmy. <laughs> I don't think she sounds like that anyways. So <laughs> what do you think, Clint? I think she's just I, quiet well, and crying afterwards. So I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, the combination of squealing and grunting, uh, it makes me think of listening to Rush Limbaugh. But <laughs> uh, God. So but I'm I thinking think it's it. probably A. Re- wait, okay, can we get another replay, Ken? Yeah. Sure, sure. Here you go. Yeah, but do koalas growl? I, I think they could. What were our selections again? Uh, koala bears tussling in a tree, a wombat versus a Tasmanian devil, a toucan eating Chick-fil-A, or Melania Trump when Donald, Donald enters the bedroom. I don't know, Clint. Yeah. I I don't know. So when you say koalas could. Clint's leaning towards koalas, and uh, uh, you're leaning uh, towards Michelle's me. leaning towards wombat versus Tasmanian devil. That's, that's where I'm at. Um... Because I, I know Tasmanian devils growl. I don't know what a wombat sounds like. That's my problem. All right, I'm going to need an answer. Rain, it's your I, I'm going to say it's definitely something. <laughs> what? Some, something what? <laughs> Australian. <It's> def- <laughs> uh, that's helpful. That's helpful. Um... Rain, I'm, I'm I'm deferring to you on this one. Yeah, uh, I love being a captain. This is great. 
awesome. Right? There's no money on the line. You're going to go with B, a wombat versus yeah. a Tasmanian devil. Sorry, All no right. rule, you Clint. Okay. Sorry. Okay. You know, if Bob, if Bob, if Bobber was here tonight, we'd have a lifeline. We could have called him. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> no, but All right. no. Bob Team Joe. Team Joe, would you like to hear the sound again? <laughs> I don't need to. Uh, Me neither. Okay. It's too disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it is that. Um, I, I, I didn't hear the the spinning in the background and the snorting and the you know. That Tasmanian Devil makes, you know. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I was brought up when I was listening to Warner Brothers cartoons. Sure, you hear that spinning in the background first. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I go with B. I'm, I, uh, my 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 logic on it is this: um, if it's two animals going at it, at each other, whether it's two koalas at each other or a wombat and a Tasmanian Devil going at each other, I did hear a car going by. Now. I'm not thinking that a Tasmanian devil is a kind of arboreal creature, or a wombat for that matter. And so if a car's anywhere in the vicinity, they might, you know, kind of dis- distract from what they're doing and pay attention to the car until it leaves. Versus a koala's in a tree, it doesn't give a flip if there's a car. And they, that, that sound just kept right on going as the car drove by, I, which makes me lean towards A. Uh, that's my logic on it. So, Joe, no Joe? pressure. Uh, but the thing is, the, the animals may be used to hearing. They could automobiles. Right. It could be on sort of compound or something. You're right. And they're, they're so engrossed in what they're doing that they're not caring what's around. Wow, this is some good debate here, uh, Joe. Looks like it's up to you to resolve this uh, uh, this situation. Do you think it's a koala bear tussling in a tree or a wombat versus a Tasmanian devil? Sound more like. Come on, An Joe. angry struggle than a friendly tussle. Mm. So I'm leaning that it's Wombat versus Tasmanian Devil. All right. And definitely not a toucan eating Chick-fil-A or Melania Trump when Donald enters the bedroom. I, I would say not. And, and you know what? Another thing about the Tasmanian Devil, that was not a Dodge Hemi. That that was the Roadrunner. Really? <laughs> there you yeah. go. Really? So this is really becoming <laughs> so the that's, girls that's, versus the women, isn't it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just know that it's a roadrunner. I'm not, sorry, not Clinter. Okay. Right, okay. We have our last sound here, everybody. So uh, Team team uh, Joe, you get to uh, deliberate first. Here is your next sound, the, the last sound. All right. Is that A, a woodpecker in a barn, B, a toucan eating Chick-fil-A, <laughs> C, an iguana an iguana stalking a bug, or D, Louis Gomert shaking his head three times? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to go with Louis, but... <laughs> I know D is wrong because you told us, but I would definitely... Pick Louie. All right, so <laughs> uh, I, I've I've heard woodpeckers many many times, and uh, that sounds like a woodpecker to me. I I concur. Guess uh, who? <laughs> Tro- Trojan rabbit. At the woodpecker. <laughs> okay. All right, Team Joe. Your final answer is in. One more time, I'll play you that sound. So Team Rain, 
Is that A, a woodpecker in a barn, B, a toucan eating Chick-fil-A, or B, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, C, an iguana stalking a bug, or D, Louis, Louis Gohmert shaking his head three times? Team members? Um, woodpecker. We had one out in, in front of my window the other morning, and it was driving me nuts, so I would have to think it's a woodpecker. Clint? I'm going to say woodpecker. All right. We're going with the pecker of the wood. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me one moment to uh, tally the results here, and uh, let me see. I need to. I, think I need we to remind. Had one we disagreed on, right? Please. So uh, what's that? One. No, we disagreed on one. Yeah. The second I think we only, yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, That's you guys are mostly. You guys are all mostly wrong. I think one only one team got one right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me see it was it was Melania Uh, (laughs) D was always the right answer no I'm kidding Chick-fil-A so uh, here we go here we go this is uh, (laughs) okay this first this first Chick-fil-A to a toucan they are committing a very bad thing against that animal hold up just hold up Here's uh, th- this this one. That is a hairy armadillo being manhandled. Nine, no no point to either team. Uh, okay. it's, it's a real thing. A frog, because I've it's heard a, frogs like that. It's oh, a, I've heard frogs. Well, that you is. Know what I I've had sex with men that sounded like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. All right. So uh, uh, let me see. The second one, <laughs> the second sound you heard, nobody got that right. That was a cheetah chilling in the grass. I oh, thought nice. you uh, you should have you should have okay. persuaded your team members, Michelle. You were onto it. Um, yeah, I know. I know they're very la- <laughs> I know they're very chirpy, but it didn't. It sounded to me like yeah, just I. You both. You both Sorry. got. A peacock feeling frisky, correct. You did get that. I'm not going to play that again because it's yes. irritating. I th- actually, no, that might be the only correct answer from anybody here. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> the, 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 this one. That was uh, koala bears uh, tussling Bingo. in a tree. Yeah. Wow. No, really? you guys, your teams both guessed wombat versus Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Yeah, but I said, I said, I'm a, I said koala. You did. You did. Well, good. Good, Miles. And, you go um, be your own. You go be your own team next time. We get a we get a third of a point for that. No, you third and, of a point. That's how this works. And B, I don't know how it works. We don't even know the rules here. Yes. And she's, now she's and, telling me how it works. All right, all right, all right. Come on, come on. And, and and the last clip, this clip. It's a toucan eating Chick Fil A. <laughs> All right, stop using that poor bird. What? Good Listen, Lord. okay. Oh. Here's the thing. To get the, to get the Here's chick. the thing. You got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. This guy owns this toucan. He has a bunch of videos on YouTube. And uh, apparently the toucans, uh, they have to eat some kind of meat um, to sustain, uh, like, so they don't get, like, this chemical imbalance and die. So yeah, but he, that's horrible he, meat to give it to That's not meat. I, 
No, it's horrible. I'm, I'm not <laughs> defending. I'm protein. not defending his choice of meat that he feeds. But it's just what I picked for the the game. Uh. So. <laughs> So we have a tie. We have a we have a tie tonight. Toucan. He needs to afford to buy the grubs to feed the toucan. All right. All right. Maybe the toucan's Republican. Kenny. So I. Chick Fil A into this. Yeah, and why Chick Fil A of all places? Can they go to Kentucky Fried Chicken or something like that? Yeah, what's the pork burger going to do on Sunday? Okay, <laughs> we we need... Yeah, that's yeah. right. But you can't, can't eat on Sunday. God, we right. need to do... Um, uh, okay, <laughs> first person from whatever team. This is the tiebreaker here, everybody. I can't control what people feed their goddamn birds. Um, all right, first person who yells out the name of who this is, having a hard time getting words out, uh, breaks the tie. On your mark, get set, go. What does it? What is it? Who said it first? Me. Me. Joe. Was it Joe? Okay. Yes, Joe, you got it. All right. So there you go, Team Joe. You are our Sound Hounds of the day. Congratulations to our winning team of Sound Hounds. Take it away, boys. There you go. That's your prize. I'd like to thank the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Chick Fil A. feel very are, competitive. I think Kenny's getting a kickback check from Chick Fil A. Oh, seriously? You think so? Uh, <laughs> but how great of a red herring was that to throw? How great of a red herring was that to throw that? answer in three times in a row oh yeah oh, yeah i thought it was yeah. a red herring i didn't you got me yeah. there so i still don't know why the hell somebody would feed their toucan chick-fil-a if you can afford a toucan you can afford decent food for the damn thing i'm sorry uh, clinster it's uh, it's okay next i was time. suspicious but next i didn't want to say anything to hurt kenny's feelings <laughs> what it was right i thought you were trying to pull something with that yeah. toucan <laughs> you, <laughs> when it appeared the second time, I got suspicious. Sure, when it appeared third the third time, time. Yeah. I said he's up to something. Well, uh, I, I won't try that. Right. I won't try that trick again. <laughs> but anyway, or good game. Was that fun, or was that? Or did, did you guys like that? Oh, I loved that. That was, oh, yeah, was great. great. I was loved fun. it. You know what? I didn't like losing, so it's got to come back. Oh, all right. No, it will be lost. I will try and pre- I'll try and prepare. Another game. <laughs> really, Joe? Really? really? I will do my best really? to prepare another another oh, round for next Tuesday. I, I really like producing it, so uh, and I also r- really love writing the D answers. So, All right. so next Tuesday we're going to do hey. this, which means I am going to Google every sound bite on the internet, <laughs> every single one. Go Rain, do a Google search. If it makes you feel better, you feel better you're the first runner-up. I might do machines next. I might do machines. Thanks. There, see, you feel better. Yeah. Well, first, uh, well, all right. We 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 got to go to the green. We got to go to the green news report. Um, uh, Clinster, Paul, thank you so much. I hope you guys had fun. You guys are keeping up with us. (laughs) 
All right, and we we got to get going to the Green News Report, and we're going to come back and do name-calling. But, Clint, Trojan Rabbit, uh, we'll have you back on again uh, to play uh, another day. Love this. What? I did. Okay. I'm going right. to win. Have a good night, fellers. <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night. All right. So, oh, I, shit, I just hung up on Miles. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Miles. You're oh. gone, too. <laughs> Uh, it me, was so hard to get him in the first place. <laughs> I know what a disaster. Yeah. Uh, let me let me get Miles back on, and then we'll uh, go to the Green News report. So uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> that was fun, though, Kenny. I really thank enjoyed you. That. Thank you. All right, Miles. Sorry about that. I hung up on you. <laughs> All good. All right, let's go ahead and go to the Green News Report. I had a lot of fun. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, So uh, (laughs) let's go ahead and uh, check out the Green News Report. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. And name-calling, everybody. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, October 17, 2017. You can really feel the sheer power of Ophelia. Record-breaking hurricane batters Ireland. Yes, Ireland. A turning point as firefighters make significant progress. Gaining ground against deadliest wildfires in California history. Desperate Puerto Ricans obtaining water from toxic Superfund sites. Plus... Today... Tragedy knows no boundaries. Search for a missing worker suspended after an oil rig explodes in Louisiana. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And I left Florida, and I left Louisiana, and I went to Puerto Rico, and I met with the president of the Virgin Islands. Alexa. Who is the president of the Virgin Islands? The U.S. Virgin Islands president is Donald Trump. (sighs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Donald Trump held a 40-minute press conference in the Rose Garden on Monday. And with all of the assembled media there and all of the hurricanes we've had in the recent weeks and all of the fires, not one of those reporters could manage to ask Donald Trump about climate change and pulling out of the Paris Agreement. As much as Donald Trump seems to be failing... Our national media continues to be failing all of us. Yes, they are. But we won't. Fueled by an unusually warm Atlantic Ocean, Hurricane Ophelia reached Category 3 status on Saturday, breaking the record for the farthest east a major Atlantic hurricane has ever existed. Another record storm in a record Atlantic storm season. Ophelia's remnants smashed into Ireland on Monday. Ireland. As of airtime, killing at least three people, according to Ireland's National Police. A recent study predicted that the warming Atlantic Ocean is putting Europe at risk for even more hurricanes. In Northern California, state fire officials say more than 11,000 firefighters from across the U.S., Canada, and Australia are gaining ground against catastrophic heat and wind-driven wildfires in the state's wine country. It's been the deadliest week of wildfires in California state history. As of airtime, the fires have killed at least 41 people. Nearly 100 people are still listed as missing. More than five 5,700 buildings destroyed. Damages in Sonoma County alone are estimated to cost more than $3 billion. 
Smoke from the fires has generated the worst air quality in the Bay Area's history. It's estimated the fires have already released air pollution equivalent to that released by all of the state's cars in an entire year. Mm. Fighting the record western wildfire season of 2017 has cost the federal government nearly $3 billion and has already surpassed the previous record set for firefighting in 2015. And this year's fire season is not over yet. In Portugal and Spain, officials over the weekend reported at least 34 people died in hundreds of wildfires that were whipped up by wind gusts from passing Hurricane Ophelia. And in Brazil, wildfires in the Amazon rainforest are nearing a new annual record as Brazil's dry seasons become even drier. Climate scientists warn that global warming is accelerating the speed of wildfires in California and elsewhere. According to UCLA climate scientist Daniel Swain in an interview with Climate Progress, quote, increasing temperature plays a significant role in making these fires more explosive and covering ground more quickly. And yet, with all of that, not one single question about climate to the President of the United States in a 40-minute press conference. In Puerto Rico, nearly a month after Hurricane Maria, 30% of Puerto Rico still lacks potable drinking water. The Washington Post reports that desperate residents have been forced to obtain drinking water from wells at toxic Superfund sites. Food shortages have been reported, but at the White House on Monday, President Trump again suggested that residents are to blame for that as well. We have have massive amounts of food, but they have to distribute the food and they have to do this. They have to distribute the food to the people of the island. So what we've done is we now actually have military distributing food, something that really they shouldn't have to be doing. So once again, everyone else but Donald Trump is to blame. Got it. In Louisiana, unfortunately, Jefferson Parish officials have suspended the search for a missing rig worker after an explosion and fire that engulfed an oil and natural gas storage platform located in Lake Pontchartrain on Sunday. In addition to the missing worker, seven others were injured, three critically. The cause is under investigation, and the state believes no oil was released. But in a separate incident, an oil pipeline rupture off the coast of Louisiana on Friday spilled an estimated 350,000 gallons of crude oil. Mm. Finally, some good news. Took you long enough. The Chinese government announced it has canceled 150 proposed new coal plants equal to the combined generating capacity of both Germany and Japan. And great news for breathers in Texas. Electric utility Luminant has announced it is closing three unprofitable coal plants in the state earlier than planned because of cheap natural gas and the glut of renewable energy. Wow, Donald Trump's Barack Obama's war on coal is really hurting these people. For much more on all of those stories, Yeah, you worked that out. Please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. 
what does it? What is it? Does I'm I'm. Ah, thank you, Rush, for breaking the tie. And of course, welcome back, uh, Joe Santorsa, our uh, sound hound team leader of the night. You got to fe- be feeling uh, proud as a peacock tonight. We're winners. <laughs> Everybody else is losers. <laughs> Big losers. They Every had the best score in the history of what the hell is that sound ever, That's period. Right. Ever. <laughs> and we knew all the sounds. We had the best sounds. We knew all the sounds. Uh, and, oh, unfortunately, team leader Rain, you, you, uh, you, you guys did not... Uh, uh, pass the muster and earn the cr- the Soundhound crown tonight. But there's well, always an next week. You know why, right? Why is that? Russian hacking. See? <laughs> you, you, I think no, that Joe no. was colluding with the Russians. No. Well, it, I think, oh, no, I do. No, you know, Joe he, he run because of rush hacking. What is it? Joe's campaign. They had a no, meeting no, last shit. June. They had no a clues, and you're the colluder. You're the colluder. And so, so Miles, Miles, uh, Miles Lagan in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I sure hope this uh, this new newly earned title of Soundhound doesn't go to your head. No, it does not. And I hope everyone still presses the any key. <laughs> and uh, this couldn't have happened without Russians having. See? it couldn't have happened without yeah. Russians. See, they, now, somebody this is, in America gave the Russians information. I think everybody would have been uh, can understand now after that game why I would have been really really sad if we couldn't do a show tonight. Um, so, oh, that was fun, though. Uh, and Michelle Lagan, you actually you and Miles Sorry, got to dogs. you you got Damn to test the uh, the the practice question uh, where, where I teased it on uh, on Adam's show the other day. Yeah. So well, I. I, I, I I'm still very, very irritated, irritated in the fact that somebody would take an endangered bird that's a toucan and feed it Chick-fil-A, the garbage food of I wasn't America. happy. That's I wasn't horrible. happy about it either, but it was it was convenient to my game. So Michelle, I have worse. Michelle, yeah, yeah. I have worse, worse news for you. Okay. He bought the toucan at Hobby Lobby. Oh, oh geez. So that's terrible. <laughs> Uh, and yes, of course, what I teased the, the game with uh, the, on Mike Check Radio uh, was this uh, last Saturday. And that was, uh, was it A, a rhino warning before charging, B, an elephant farting, C, a silverback gorilla after sex, or D, Donald Trump's nervous charts? So it turned out it's an, actually an elephant fart. So, so it was Donald Trump sharting. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Mr. Santorsa, would you uh, like to get into a little bit of name-calling here on the on the program with us uh, this evening? You caught me between grapes, but okay. All right, well, I'll, get, I'll buy you a little time here. Go to Scranton with me. Big place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. 
Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy one. We can jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, buddy. Okay, let's start from the very top. Adam Hebert is here. Broke Hammer. As we know, Clinster. I uh, believe he was on the uh, the losing team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Psy Guy DC. Foxfire 505. Francie. Hi, Francie. Francie's our the... first contestant for next week on What the Hell is That Sound? I need another one, folks. And she's also the Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromall Show. Very nice. Jay Colley. We have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. We have KBD, cool black dude. We have Michelle. We have Miles, who was on the winning team. Ha ha. We have Moonmare, Peter, SF, and President. Hi, Rain. We have Scooter Cans. Hi. <laughs> I, I am not in your basement tonight. No, you're not. You're in Russia. I'm in the doghouse is where I am. <laughs> we have Scooter Cans, Theo J, and my boss, the one and only Tim Coromal, fresh from Athens. Fantabulous. Athens fresh. I don't know how fresh. He didn't bring me any baklava or anything. No. Nothing. I'm sure you brought you something. Nothing. No baklava. I specifically asked for baklava, and I didn't get any. He most certainly didn't bring you a toucan eating Chick-fil-A. I hope not. From Hobby Lobby, of all places. Yeah. Damn it. So. <laughs> God damn it. Um. <clears throat> But yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, th- thank you everybody for hanging out. I don't know if we have any birthdays or not, but once again, we're going to do this game again next Tuesday uh, at the top of the third hour to really liven things up um, before we do Mad Libs and everything. Uh, it might be a little tight <laughs> for me to get in uh, people's. Uh, uh, I might have to do solicit for Mad Libs earlier than than normal. But yeah, so we're going to do the game uh, again next week. We got Francie on with us. So anybody else, if you're in my Skype contacts and want to be on, um, please let me know. Uh, Adam Hebert will be here next Tuesday. And he will, since uh, we won't have two uh, rotating co-hosts, Adam will serve as a lifeline for both teams. You'll get to use him once during throughout the game uh, to uh, kibitz and uh, see if uh, he can provide any insight into a sound. Are any of the sounds next week coming from Alabama? You're hmm. not allowed to ask Could that. Be a theme. You're not allowed to ask that. Could oh, be a I'm theme. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, what if I'm on your team next week, Rain? It doesn't matter. Okay. See? <laughs> it's supposed to be right. clean. Yes. Well, trying well, to get rid of Russian <clears throat> involvement. We are Is this going to cause... Is this going to cause tra- trash talk in the uh, production Could. chat now? Could. Are we going to be trash talking now? Yeah, I like this. This is good. A little, little healthy competition. Competition. Good. 
So uh, yeah, since we're doing, since uh, um, we're we're not going to do uh, reverse calling tonight, since we essentially had two reverse callers for an entire segment for our our game, uh, spicing things up a little bit with Chick Fil A. By the way, speaking of spicy, spicy met with Robert Mueller yesterday. Oh yeah, why don't we do? Why don't we take a little bit of time to talk about stories we don't have audio for in this in this moment? Did you want to you you want to go on a little bit about that? No, not much. I really don't. I just want people to know that Spicer had to meet with Mueller in the skiff. In the skiff. So spicy mm. in the skiff. Skiff. Spicy in the skiff. Spicy yeah. in the skiff. Well, I I saw a story before we uh, before I we did. I think I sh- saw him today. By the way on the street I was driving around town and I was like that looks like Spicer but I couldn't you know I was driving so yeah. I couldn't slow my car down well I saw this I story saw right it. before we started the show tonight and I fortunately have not run into this man on the street or with a car um, or maybe maybe yeah <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> no that's um, probably a good thing <laughs> yeah uh g- coming to us from mediaite uh, casey hopkins reporting on uh, uh the our good friend uh alex jones lizard people ate my balls my voice isn't feeling up to doing the, the voice the, the sound tonight um but uh alex jones accused of selling lead tainted supplements so you know that super male vitality and all that that bullshit it, it turns out it's bullshit tainted with lead uh and it says uh from casey hopkins it says in news that will make the hair on the back of your human animal hybrid stand up (laughs) Uh, noted death battler and uh conspiracy theorist alex jones is being accused of selling supplements tainted with potentially dangerous levels of lead this potentially damning finding comes from a new report by Newsweek detailing how the CEH, Center for Environmental Health, has recently filed a claim against Jones and InfoWars. From CEH's uh, official press release, independent testing commissioned by the National Health uh, Watchdog, the Center for Environmental Health, found high levels of lead in two Alex Jones InfoWar products. Tests found that two supplements sold on Alex Jones InfoWars store contained significant levels of lead well in excess of California Proposition 65 limits. Lead is a dangerous chemical, well known to have devastating developmental impacts on children, crucial but less well known um, are its effects on men, including sperm damage, heart disease, high blood pre- and high blood pressure. One of Alex Jones' uh, products tested uh, had more than six times the daily limit under Prop 65. In particular, the dangerous metal, uh, heavy metal was found in some of Jones' signature supplement, supplements, the InfoWars Caveman Paleo Formula and InfoWars MycoZX. Yeah, that doesn't sound dangerous already. Um, at the time of the, the, the posting, InfoWars has not responded to a request for comment from Newsweek. This is the man who who's complaining about fluoride in the water used for mind control while he's giving people lead poisoning. Doesn't lead turn men gay? Frogs. It must turn frogs gay, but doesn't it also... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's not so nobody, an appropriate thing to say, but nobody's <laughs> and and nobody was shocked. You know, I mean, nobody is shocked about this. I mean, uh, uh, any anybody dumb enough to listen to Alex Jones 
and dumb enough to buy his products kind of has it coming to him, really. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to find pity. I'll say that. Really <laughs> yeah. hard. Also, uh, quick video. Nobody has liked this video on my Facebook. I posted a Facebook video of somebody. His uh, they hacked their Alexa into a, a Billy oh. Big uh, into a Billy Big Mouth uh, singing fish robot. So now the, oh, no. we, we, it, it, oh, it, no. the Billy Big Mouth has Alexa's voice in the mouth moves uh, in response to whatever her, her answers to your questions are. It's pretty the awesome. Billy Bass Big Mouth, right? Uh, yeah, what it, yeah, the that's mounted on the Stupid wall. Stupid thing. Yeah, and, and sings, "Don't worry, be happy." <laughs> but yeah, now I've noticed with my. Uh, go ahead, Michelle. I've not. I've noticed with my new laptop that the Cortana uh, app is trying to pretend she's like Alexa or Siri. And oh. when you ask her how how does she like Siri, she's like, "I I enjoy all of my uh, you know uh, AI brothers and sisters." You know, it's just like, okay. <laughs> well, seeing really? Alexa's mouth yeah. coming out of a Billy Big Mouth bass or oh, whatever that's that is, funny. it's it's yeah. kind of terrifying too. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> there's a couple of stories I got uh, for for everybody. Uh, we do, uh, so do have to- yeah. Go ahead. I have to tell you that you are not the only one that has set my Alexa off. Uh, Carlos Azraki set my Alexa off the other day. Uh-oh. I'm like, shut up, Carlos. Stop saying Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. You know, see, I don't have that. So I just, I just, you know, uh, that, that'll suck the day I decide to get one that I'm like doing the show and I'm like, yeah, Alexa. And then it's like, oh, i'm gonna have mine put in a billy big mouth bass whatever it's called (laughs) anyway singing fish robot robot uh so anyway and anybody else have anything quick before we uh uh go to the break and uh try and get to some more audio i'm good nope joe no Ah, all right All right, very good. Well, we have uh, some other audio roundup on uh, Sleazy Dawn, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll hit the break a little bit early and uh, come back and wrap up with that. Some awesome audio from John McCain, too. Ooh, it's good. Devastatingly good. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We'll be right back with uh, the last hour. Sorry, it's a... uh, belated. We might not go too too long, but we'll we'll get some Mad Libs in for everybody. Hopefully, everybody else can hang out with us. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, the final hour of Turn Up Tonight right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Light out. Everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick Worldwide Broadcast. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know what I'm saying. Broadcasting on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Uh, and, of course, uh, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And uh, better luck next time, by the way. Uh, so uh, <laughs> good, good, oh, yeah. luck, good luck oh, listening to all the... All listen, good luck happen. listening to all the audio clips in the world uh, between now and next Tuesday. And uh, well, w- welcome back and congratulations. It could happen. Yeah, it could. Welcome back and congratulations to Joe Santarsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, leader of the Soundhound team of, of tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you. Very and, <laughs> uh, uh, also, Miles. I, for, I'm my, trying. I try not to be smug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, smack talk is going to happen here, and of course, uh, the, the, the guy you want on your side for smack talk, the one and only Miles, uh, like St. <laughs> <laughs> Lucie, Florida, smack talker uh, uh, galore here. Uh, I I uh, I have been known to push a couple buttons. This is true. Yes, I, I, but you have uh, to be careful. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Michelle Lagarde might have something to say about that if he goes over the edge. Welcome back, Michelle. Oh hell yeah! Because I don't like my buttons buttons pushed. So. Oh, I, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and um, uh, uh, get into some uh, some audio. Uh, uh, should we play the save the best audio for last? You should always. Uh, I don't know what the best audio is. At it's this John point. McCain. Is should it? we should we save that for for the end to, to kind of put a smile on everybody? I think we should. We should start with the rough yeah. stuff first. That's the well, that's the mic drop. That's the mic drop. Yeah. So in, in the the Rose Garden, um, well, uh, let's play this one because this was yeah. from this was from today actually, where Trump was meeting with the Greek Prime Minister, and was it um, who was that? That was a Fox News guy, wasn't it? John Roberts was that that it? Oh, John Roberts, yeah, no, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. It was somebody, somebody from uh, Fox News uh, uh, decided to remind the Greek Prime Minister um, of something he said if uh, before Trump got elected. Yeah, I thought that was CNN, but oh, oh maybe it, it was doesn't CNN. matter. The I don't question know. was awesome. Yeah, it was, but uh, yeah. So, so here you go. The potential for a Donald Trump presidency. Quote: I hope we will not face this evil. And I'm wondering if, after spending time with the president, you have changed your mind, or if you're of the same mind. I wish I knew that before my speech. <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Wow, that's a kind of awesome, though. It is awkward. And awesome. Two kinds of two kinds of awe. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, any, any quick I thoughts on I that knew one? That before Folks? I wouldn't have invited him to the White House, and I would yeah. have treated him like crap. 
Mm, yeah, I would have treated that him was, like that Merkel. That was Trump's inside voice. Yeah, would have treated him like Merkel, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Joe, any, any quick thoughts on that one? Uh, I would have taken him to McDonald's if I knew that. <laughs> well, that, so you're saying nice he would have rolled out the red carpet Nice salad with some tzatziki sauce. <laughs> yeah, he would have got no scoops. No scoops at all. Oh, wow. Well, that's, you know, I mean, that that was the, uh, the uh, opinion of most leaders in Europe. At the time, yeah, yeah. Except the except the Nazi ones. <clears throat> except I still think that's the belief of the leader of Greece, the prime minister. Oh, I yeah. do, I yeah. really do. I mean, if you if you watched it today, there was a lot of things that Trump said where he was just putting his head down and kind of shaking, little very subtle shaking his head and smiling. The leader of Greece does not respect Trump at all, and Trump doesn't realize that. No. Well, isn't isn't Greece uh, operating off the same circumstance like uh, Puerto Rico is, where yes. the the vulture capitalists have come in and they've they completely demolished their their economy and their school systems and stuff. So Puerto Rico has had the same situation. So Donald Trump doesn't want to hear any of this. No, you know, he, he's, he he he's a good capitalist. You know, he wants to hear the success stories. He doesn't hear want to hear from these these failing you know people that can't pull themselves up by their own mm. bootstraps. Uh, Greece real, has been forced to yeah. to take money from the World Bank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real, real quick, everybody. I know there might be. There's still a lot of people out there that are in the chat room, but I, I put out a call for adjectives, and only Moonmare and Michelle are giving me ad, adjectives. So, uh, chime in, chime in. Uh, okay. Don't don't make them carry Sorry. the weight. No, no, no. I'm not asking. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm happy that you guys are putting stuff in, but uh, I, I just uh, I want everybody else to chime in so we get a good mix. So, um, uh, but anyway, so, uh, so, um, I, huh? I will call out Peter. Peter, you were AFK. Put in some adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Oh, there he is. There he is. So, um, but uh, uh, Miles, any thoughts on on that little inner awkward interaction? It was uh, that's the. Um... You would like to think that eventually Trump's going to reach his limit, but I haven't seen that yet, you know, of how much he can take, because it's just looking uglier and uglier, and he just continues to deflect, but keep bringing it on. I'd love to see him reach his limit. I'd love oh, yeah. to see him just go yeah. off and just uh, just become the most, I, I want to say the word unpresidential, and I already understand that he's <laughs> unpresidential. I just wanted to get, I, I want to see new lows. Let's put it that way. I want his voters to see stuff that they even they the, the most diehard of them just go oh crap yeah fuck his voters I oh, get it now uh, all right now now moon mayor I'm not criticizing your adjectives you have wonderful adjectives <laughs> I just I just want more people I just want more people putting adjectives in just to you know uh you know moon share the fun. is our yeah. adjective. Professor. Yeah, Michelle Kenny, is Michelle is too. She's you guys are wonderful. Kenny is feeling I, the, I my love pain. Moonmare. She's he, amazing. He, he just pushes a little bit of a button, you know, just like you know <clears throat> Michelle and Moonmare, and boom, <laughs> boom! <Yeah>. Oh my god! <laughs> I got push buttons. No, he he was uh, all right. Never mind. But you know, going back to it today, the the fact that here it is, here it is, the president is sitting aside. Right next to a prime minister, 
this is something mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I don't want to, like, bolster fake outrage, but he's standing right next to the Greek prime minister and actually said, I wish I knew that before I heard that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... That's uh, just incredibly disrespectful to the Greece prime minister. Warped. And, and also shows you how much Trump doesn't know what's going on in the world. Exactly. And that sucks because he does, he's not paying attention to any of these other world people that, you know, deal with him. But he's always out there to claim that they're not paying for NATO or they're yeah. not paying for the UN or any yep. of that crap. Yep. And he doesn't know anything about the world politics. He just made it clear that I'm just winging it when it comes to foreign policy, foreign relations. I'm just winging it. And when I say winging it, I'm hoping I get to bob my hair back with, you know, bobby pins. Just, he doesn't know what he's doing. And once again, he made it clear to the world stage, he does not know what he's doing. And True. I, I think in the end, the thing that pisses me off the most is is every single day... <laughs> What? You got another adjective <laughs> no, or a noun? No, You're Michelle, at Michelle's got some really inappropriate nouns going on. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I think I might use that one as a type of liquid. <laughs> but every <clears throat> all right, every single day, he's degrading <laughs> our standing in the world. Yeah. He's degrading our standing in the world every single day, and today was another one of those days. And that makes me really sad because, you know, we were... Born in, born in the USA. <laughs> in the and USA, we were, yeah. Yes, and we were also told that we were born in the greatest country in the world. You know what I America. was always told? Don't mess around with God's America. But he's yeah. he's taking away our strength. He's yeah. taking away our strength every day because nobody is afraid of Donald Trump. Not. Yeah, nobody is. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, uh, get to the next clip. This is one we we didn't get to. Uh, the second part of uh, Trump with uh, Brian Kilmeade, noted eyebrowless fox and friend. Um, n- still not the one who tried to roast marshmallows with a plastic spoon in his bare fingers. That was Steve Ducey. Um, but uh, here, here, this is part two uh, where. You know, Fox, you're so fair. You're so fair. Nine minutes in, you happy? I, I love doing it. I'm getting tremendous support. Even in your polls, I'm getting tremendous support. Yeah. And it's hard to believe I can get support when you have so many phony stories out there. You know, like CNN, like MSNBC, like NBC. NBC is probably worse than CNN. But all I know is Fox is good. Fox, <laughs> we love you, Fox. We're fair. Yeah. You are fair. Thank you. You know what? Your truth is, you hit me when it's needed. You right. do. I mean, you do in particular, right? right? But the fact is, I think we're fair. fair. All I want is fair. I don't want anything else. I just want fair. And Fox oh, has really shit. been fair, and I appreciate it. Matt, thank you. I appreciate the time you gave us and uh, the Brian Kilmeade show thank you this morning. Much. And thanks for having oh. us out here. Thank you, man. All right. Take thank care you, yourself. Mr. President. Thanks, great. We love Fox. We love you. You're magnificent because you're nice to me. F that all. Ugh. Yeah. He likes him because they can suck up to him. That makes yes. me so. Uh, yeah, it, it, understandably so. 
Um, uh, now, <laughs> uh, and I'm uh, sorry about my nouns. I no, it's funny. I, I like that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fun. It's uh, yeah. Uh, you just took me by surprise. I was like, that one. <laughs> that one was uh, yeah. Again, I I reassigned it to a type of liquid uh, so <laughs> that you would find in coffee. Coffee, right? Latte. Well, if you, if you piss off your 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 uh, barista, yeah, you're gonna find it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> you you never know where where that stuff will come up. So, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just Santorum. Yeah. So. They were taking specimens of male semen and they were <laughs> putting it in the blends of their their uh, latte latte. 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 Kofefe. <laughs> I love Kofefe. Latte. Kofefe. I've been buying Kofefe at Aldi's for the past few weeks, by the way. <laughs> it's really delicious. It's a nice I, blend. It's robust. It's luscious. It's not too bitter. It's not too sweet. I, I saw oh, cool. a Mexican restaurant that is as good as the one you took us to, Rain. <laughs> we don't have anything down here like that. Oh, uh, cl- cleansers. Yeah, we took them. Yeah. Uh, cl- I'm sorry. Uh, uh, cleansers calling me out. On- <laughs> cleansers calling me out on a drop. <laughs> Shut up! Oh my God! I don't care. Latte. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rain. You Actually, were you were going to say the you, truth. You took, if you come if you come down to Los Tios, the mm. uncles, yeah, they they have a delicious Mexican coffee. Fun, <laughs> fun. It's, it's not even cofefe. It's coffee. Yes, uh, you know, I, I had a comment over on the the hive of scum and villainy the other day. We'll never find. The more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, said he invented the word fake the other day. Oh, that pisses me off so and much. I, and I said the only word he ever invented was kofefe when he passed out after a, a <laughs> KFC overdose on the toilet. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, that, you, fuck you, Trump. Yeah, he um, did. He said that. He said, I invented the, I invented that. Nobody was using That's that fake. word fake until, Jesus Christ, shut up. Um, well, yeah. I have learned that every time I look at a, uh, a comment section on on a group, if I see any comment that has a Pepe the Frog logo, Run. I can completely ignore the entire comment section. Yeah, block them. Yeah. Block them. Yep. Block a troll. Um, so, all right. So, let's go ahead and get to this one story. Uh, fortunately, we dodged a bullet uh, in uh, <laughs> a, a very sleazy bullet with the Trump cult, uh, the Trump administration. Um, uh, there was a guy named Tom Marino. Oh, who, yeah, who was going to? Oh, that's he, Joe's. That's Joe's friend. Joe loves him. Yeah. Do you know what he Joe. did the first day in office? <laughs> that teabagging bastard. Do tell. He went down. He went down to Washington after the other people, my neighbors, elected him, not me. And he pulled all the phones out of his office, right out of the wall, because he didn't want calls. He didn't want to talk to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was his first day. What a prick. 
I say. Well, he's yeah. going to lose. He's going to lose in this congressional district next Good. year. Good. Good. Oh, wow. In fact, I don't think he's going to survive this uh, whole uh, little thing. Well, there, what, we, what have, was it, we uh, have a we have we have a Democratic governor who will appoint a Democrat to that seat. What um uh was it uh, sixty minutes expose on him? Yes. Was it? And uh, the Washington Post. And the Washington Post. Well, it turns mm-hmm. out, I mean, it was just major conflict of interest about this dirt bag trying to make it easier for opi- opioids to get out on the st- streets uh, from the drug companies. Um, you know, again, we have an opioid epidemic in this country. Uh, we all know oh, that. I know. Plenty of, uh, I've known somebody who's d- OD'd on heroin, um, you know, and, and, you know, and a lot of the, the heroin that people are getting is coming from pharmaceuticals. Um, because they're more rampant now than just about ever before. Um, and, uh, you know, the drunk companies, they almost don't care because it's like, well, hey, you know, the kids love it. Uh, well, after the expose came out um, yesterday in the Rose Garden with uh, that little shit weasel um, and turtle uh, impersonator, uh, Mitch McConnell, Oh man, I just wanted to tip oh, McConnell. Oh, dude! I just wanted to oh. tip him over into a ficus bush or something, man. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I was waiting for him. He might have hit Spicer. So <laughs> I was waiting for him to. S- it. it looked like his face was actually swallowing itself. Yeah, yes! it kind of did. It kind of looked like a, a bee yeah. hole sucking itself in. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so uh, Trump he looked like he was a hot. So this is before Marino absolutely decided it was in his own best interest not to pursue the drug czar thing. Oh, and by the way, fuck you, all you stupid teabaggers out there who are like, why does Obama have czars in the White House? We shouldn't have no czars in the White House. That's a Russian king. You dumb fuckers. That started a long time ago under another Republican called Reagan. And now... Trump wants a drug czar. That's oh, a Russian king. Well, I guess everything's hunky dory when it comes to Russia now with the teabaggers. Um, but uh, I, I literally had audio of that from way back, like uh, right around when, uh, right before Obama, uh, right after Obama won his first term. I don't even remember. All these ignorant rednecks out there saying, "Why do we have czars in the White House?" You suck. You're so stupid. <laughs> Please stop taking everything so goddamn literally. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> they had a, they had a suck czar. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would explain McConnell's face. Um, there you go. so, uh, here he we go. Sucking his lips in. Yeah. Uh, sucking my lips into my face. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Trump, uh, commented on Marino before, uh, he he decided uh, before they, they were like, no, you can't do this anymore. Uh, as far as Tom Marino, so he was a very early supporter of mine, the great state of Pennsylvania. He's a great mm. guy. I did see no, the report. We're going to look into the report. We're going to take it very seriously because uh, we're going to have a major announcement probably next week on the drug crisis and on the opioid massive problem. Uh, and I want to get that absolutely right. This country, and frankly, the world, has a drug problem. The world has a drug problem, but we have it, and we're going to do something about it. So I'm going to have a major announcement on that problem next week. Uh, we're going to be looking into Tom. No shit. The world oh has a God. drug problem? Really? No that, shit. That bothered me. 
that bothers me a lot. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that kind of deflection where he where he says, "Well, the world has a drug problem. It's not just us. It's not just us." Uh, well, well, okay. you You're know, not the king the, of the world. On a side note, yeah. I think that Trump thinks he can become the president of the world. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. only he can fix it. Only I. Uh, only I can fix it. Yeah. So, uh, well, <laughs> this didn't take long, folks. From uh, CNN, Sunlin uh, Serfati. I'm not sure exactly how to say her name. Very cool name, though. Um, eh, well, Tom Marito's no longer a concern for uh, the cabinet, folks. Trump going ahead and announcing that Tom Marino has withdrawn his name for drug czar. And this is something that President Trump not only tweeted about, but spoke about just moments ago on Fox Radio. Here's a small portion of what he said. Oh, joy. Like his drug czar. What yeah. went into that? Well, he's a fine man. He was a supporter of mine from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Great state. I won Pennsylvania. I want to pause it right there. This whole thing. He was a very early supporter of mine. Very fine man. Yeah. That doesn't mean shit, dummy. That that you're admitting openly, oh yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, if they supported me from the get go, then yeah, I mean they're an easy in. An easy D. Um Yep. Yeah, so so that's bullshit. But anyway, I just wanted to call that. He was a he's a congressman from Pennsylvania, very popular. And Thanks he for told the wiki me, look, bio. if there's even a perception that he has a conflict of interest with insurance companies, essentially. But if there's even a perception that he has a conflict of interest, he doesn't want anything to do with it. So whether we have insurance companies or drug companies, and there was a couple of articles having to do with him and drug companies. And I will tell you, uh, he felt compelled. He feels very strong about the opioid problem and the drug problem, which is a worldwide problem, but it's a problem that we have. And Tom Marino said, look, I'll take a pass. I have no choice. I really will take a pass. I want to do it. And he was very gracious, I have to say that. Big expose. Now, keep in mind, it was only yesterday when President Trump was asked in that Rose Garden press conference what he thought about the report. At that time, President Trump said he will look into the report. Uh, but it was very clear, based on the backlash and the fallout, uh, most certainly up here on Capitol Hill, that this certainly was serving as an embarrassment to the Trump administration. The fact uh, that the drug czar that's nominated, oh, uh, while he was up here on Capitol Hill, he sponsored a bill that would make it easier for drug companies to distribute opioids. There you go. So, oh, embarrassment for the Trump administration? That's shot and People taking pleasure in your pain. Bunch of dirty crooks and criminals. You know, working the system, man. These guys are just the biggest lot of shit rats I've ever seen, Michelle. Yep. Um, uh, crooks and criminals, really? Like yeah. People that? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I'm speechless at this point. <laughs> I can no longer defend or try to attack. I, I the, the lies are overwhelming me. I'm sorry. You can't. I mean, it's it's inexplicable at this point. I mean, just to even try and find any rationale other than they like being embarrassed. Yeah. It's, it's like it, 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 torture. It torture. It pleasures me. me. So <laughs> have we uh, even mentioned what he did? What uh, this guy did? Oh well, yeah. Go with ahead. This nope. expose. Nope. I mean him and. Marsha, Marsha, Blackburn, 
Yeah. You know her, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Co-sponsored a bill that made it harder for the DEA to inspect suspicious packages coming from drug companies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I didn't yeah. I didn't know those specifics. I knew they oh, were ma- yeah. making He's it right. easier to get, you know, opioids easier. on the streets. Right. Yeah. Let's get those guys really hooked, you know? And let's take the DEA out of the oversight part of it. And that's what this bill did. It took the DEA out of oversight. So if they suspected a package was suspicious, they couldn't look at it. They didn't have the jurisdiction anymore. This is what he did for the opioid crisis. And 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 Marsha Blackburn was right with them. And Marino's chief of staff left to become a lobbyist for the pharmaceutical industry. And what are the communities? Am I right, Joe? Yeah. You're right. Michelle, go ahead. What are the communities that are hit hardest by the opioid crisis? Mm. Uh, I think that would be rich white suburban communities, right? Well, awesome. that and like the, the like the backwoods of like Virginia and West I, Virginia. Well, I, I was like being that. I was yeah. being a little uh, uh, oh, uh, well, sarcastic, actually. Um, well, the rich whites are taking it too. Oh, they are. They are. They are but you're right. The poverty-stricken yeah, back to rehab. Right. Yeah. But the, the the people in the Virginia, West Virginia, Appalachian, uh, people in the in the northern parts of Georgia, um, the people in Tennessee. They don't have access to this stuff. No. And this is where it's freaking killing me. I'm sorry. I should not have butted in, but it drives me crazy. No. About hey, you're part of the show today. This show's all about butt in. butting in. So um, that's why I'm always but, saying, you know, we got to go to break. A really good point. <laughs> it, goes after, yeah. it goes after white rural Americans. Sure does. So, um, and when I say goes after it, it helps. It helps the pharmaceutical industry pump yeah. those pills right in those in, right in those right in those neighborhoods. Yeah, and keep the addiction up. It keeps the yeah. addiction up. It, it allows them to continue even to gain them illegally. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. even worse. Well, um, we don't have a ton of time for for a lot more audio, but there's two. There's one very short one that I want to play from Trump. Uh, from his Rose Garden interview yesterday, getting a little testy, very testy when about. You say the Rose Garden. Does that mean that Trump gave the rose to Bush? I know to no to to Turtle. Mitch to Mitch McConnell to Mitch on The Bachelor. Oh, it could very well be. <laughs> could that maybe that's why he had such a funny little face-sucking look on his I think face. there was some roses involved <laughs> in the rose garden. <laughs> now I got uh. seal stuck in my head. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, so uh, it, Trump got a little testy. A little testy. Well, we all, we all know he has little testies. But uh, he, got, he got a little testy uh, over a question about uh, Russian investigations. Excuse me. Excuse me. 
People are getting sick of it. Stop asking me about this. Oh, endless investigations, you lump of shit. Look, the whole Russian thing was an excuse. Excuse me. Excuse me. The whole Russian thing was an excuse for the Democrats losing the election, and it turns out to be just one excuse. I mean, today Hillary blamed Nigel Farage. That one came out of nowhere. So that was just an excuse for the Democrats losing an election that, frankly, they have a big advantage in the Electoral College. They should always be able to win in the Electoral College, but they were unable to do yeah, it. that's bullshit. So uh, there has been absolutely no collusion. Bullshit. Uh, it's been stated that they have no collusion. Mm-hmm. They ought to get to the end of it because I think the American public is sick of it. Oh, no, no, no. We no, are all not. American people right here. And I know we're a very small <laughs> gathering of people, but we're all American people here, and we love it. We love watching you squirm, you little Kremlin vermin turd. I don't sleep at night. I wake up in the morning. First thing I look for is, is he in jail yet? Yeah. You too? Me too. Trump Russia. See, I'm telling you. Who says good morning to you right, right off the bat on the chat? Me. It's you. True. You. It's you true. are. And if me. you don't, I say it to you, Joe. That's right. You do. Yes. And I'm always, I'm just like dragging yeah. ass trying. Own little <laughs> breakfast club going here. Yeah. I, I'm just I always. I you to say good morning to me. Oh, maybe we'll have to. I'll, yes. I'll do that. Good morning. <laughs> Was he indicted yet? I mm. wish. But I swear <laughs> to God, even, even before I wake up and get online, I wake up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs. Yeah. Um, see what's happening on the internet. And I do. I say this, and it's in this kind of, yeah. it's in oh, this okay. kind of, like, thought process. All right. You guys, I will feed you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed yeah. you. But first, I have to go on the internet to see if Trump he is Russia. still president. Yeah, and then you get disappointed. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, no, I don't get disappointed. I'm like, all right. You're going to get fed a little earlier. All right. Well, I'm going to have to skip a little bit of audio left. here, but I need to get to this. I need to get to this last clip right here uh, because John McCain was uh, uh, honored with the Liberty Medal from the National Constitution Center uh, uh, in Philadelphia, of which um, uh, isn't Biden on the Joe Biden is, yes. is the one of the whatever you call it, the. I'm a, bit I'm a bit ignorant. What is the Liberty Medal? Uh, well, it's the Liberty Medal. It's, it's given by the National Constitution Center in Philadelphia. So it's, um, oh, okay. uh, I, I think, for people who um, pursue liberty. <laughs> I'm yeah. a little ignorant, too. Oh, okay. it's, 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 new to, it's new to me as well. But the most important thing is not the medal, but what John McCain said in this 53-second clip after, uh, you know, in his acceptance speech. To fear the world we have organized and led the three quarters of a century to abandon the ideals we have advanced around the globe, to refuse the obligations of international leadership and our duty to remain the last best hope of Earth for the sake of some half-baked, spurious nationalism cooked up by people who would rather find (laughs) scapegoats than solve problems. Holy shit. Wow. It's as 
is as unpatriotic as an attachment to any other tired dogma of the past that Americans consigned to the ash, cheek, the ash heap of history. He almost said the ass cheek of history, and I think that's kind of yeah. awesome. So, but John McCain, oh my God, we got to give that man a boogity amen for that. That's ridiculously, yeah. that is the sickest yeah. burn I have heard in a long goddamn time from anybody against Trump. Oops. In Jesus' then he, name, boogity, 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 amen. Joe? And then he went on the, on the radio the, today and said that he was going to fight back. I'm being very, very nice. Very nice about oh, this. Oh, Trump. Trump but went on the radio. He keeps it up. Yeah, he said, but if, if John McCain keeps it up, I'm going to fight back. And it's what are you not going to be pretty. What, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> and it's do, not going to be pretty. What, what's, what's Trump going to do? Put him down for his military record? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think Steve Schmidt had the best quote. He says, what's he going to do? Send him a nasty tweet? <laughs> <laughs> Mock him for having cancer? Well, you know, I mean, here's a guy that's been to the, he's been in the Hanoi Hilton yeah. for five years. They broke his freaking arms for both Pete's arms. sake, his shoulders, both shoulders, right? I mean, what, like, like Steve Schmidt said, what, what could you do? What are you going to scare him with a tweet? You're not oh. going to scare this guy. Well, Trump had his own sexual Vietnam where he got rejected by a bunch of women until he gave him money. <laughs> oh, the horror. Don't say that. Yeah. Oh. Well, I said I said until he got rejected by a bunch of women until he paid him lots yeah. of money. Yeah. Um, all I can say is that I had a lot of respect for John McCain at one point. Yeah. He was a very outspoken man. He was great. Then he started running for president. He became like a Republican dupe. He I, totally switched a lot of his stances. Yeah. He became just, and lately now he's becoming back to what he was previously. Yes. And I and don't disagree with you for a second on that because I, I could not stand the sight of him when he was running for president. The, uh, only a couple times that I had respect for him when he was running for president was when he, he, you know, had somewhat kind words to say about Obama when Bedhead Lady got up out of the audience. <laughs> oh, God. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, he's, the whole, well, he's, he's, a, he's a Muslim, he's, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's an Arab. He's an yeah. Arab. I read it on, on the intertube. <laughs> yeah. I want to know where Saturday Night Live got the wig when they did her that night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I remember McCain came back and said he's not. He's not no. an Arab. He's but his answer was man. his answer. Yeah, his and answer was clunky. I still clunky. feel like I still feel like who the hell cares if he's an Arab? Yeah. He's not. But what that, if he was? I mean, yeah, what Muslim so. Muslims people of Arabian descent can't be family people? Yeah. What? <laughs> so yeah, it, the, it, it, at the very least, he stuck up for him, but it, but he used really horrible yeah. words, you know, yes, to do did. so. But, but now yeah. it sounds you know, like he's now it sounds like he's retreating back to the McCain that was before. Before yeah. the presidential elections, the guy that actually was out there, he was a smart talker. He was enjoyable to listen to. Yeah. And he was personable. Kind of like the McCain and of the I, 70s and early 80s, really. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's scary now because I'm just wondering if this was like his come to Jesus moment. 
You know, I, I worry yeah. when people get I like this know. in their old age. Well, I don't know. I'll take it for know. what it I, is I, I, right I, now. We'll just, you know, I'll take it at thing. face value. But I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I do like it. No, Rain, I, go I ahead. Do like it. I, I don't. I don't know what to make of McCain. I haven't known what to make yeah. of McCain for the past eight years. I I know that McCain's response today. After Trump said, "Well, if you're not nice to me, I might fight back," yeah. McCain said, "You know, I, I've I've kind of I've kind of dealt with people that are tougher than you." Mm-hmm. I can't. I was. I've, I've been looking for the for the actual quote, but he basically said, "Yeah, you know what, dude, I, I was a POW. Um, I don't. I, I'm not so worried about John McCain at this point. What I find disgusting." Is that Donald Trump went after him, knowing that this guy is not only a former POW, but he has brain cancer. Yeah. He's dying. It, Trump doesn't care. Yeah, Trump, that's Trump, the part Trump, that really irritates the hell out of me. Look at his treatment of Gold Star families. That is all you need to know about what kind of respect Donald Trump truly has for America and the people who serve in the military. There's nothing good about yeah. it. So, anyway, yeah. uh, any other quick My thoughts? Because answer. we are well, well over yes. the line uh, for break. I would just like to say it, it might be a, a, a factor I'll bring in is that uh, McCain may be sensing his own mortality and it's it's fast approaching and he may be more concerned about his place in history how history looks back at him and it, yeah. it might be on he wants to be on the right side of history at, yeah. the, at the end uh, true true so, I, I, I don't I'll disagree just that, I'll just, I'll um, that. anybody else with a, a quick uh, uh, shot uh, Joe I'm good all right uh, Michelle anything else I've already spoken mine all right rain you good yeah. All right. Very good. So we're going to go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, we're going to finish our Mad Libs and uh, get things wrapped up as soon as we can because uh, this old man's tired from uh, scraping up tile. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we're going to listen to home cooking from Bobber on this break, everybody. Uh, I did some great home cooking today myself. I made my famous beef and beer stew, and it was delicious. Ooh. Yeah, it's very good. So, um, all right. Uh, We have to swap more recipes sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's easy. It's so easy, and it's delicious. But uh, get your slow cooker out. But, yeah, here we go. We're hitting the break. Uh, Home cooking coming up. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. And, of course, thank you to all those magnificent uh, turnips out there who are still holding on strong, even though we're um, 45 minutes beyond the point where we'd normally be doing a show. We really appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, and of course, and all welcome, Skype's fault. yes, it was all Skype's fault. It, this is for, for, for a first isn't because of my technological failures, uh, <laughs> you know, running off a computer from 1997, <laughs> you know? uh, I kid, it wasn't that old. More like 2007. But uh, still, that's an old fucking computer. Uh, yeah, so Obama. They, yeah, really. We, we, yeah, we got to just, just we're, we're going to pull a Trump and lay all the blame. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, on him. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, without further ado, uh, we need to uh, do some um, of this. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad live. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. God bless Mad Libs, indeed. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll uh, we'll start with our rototers tonight. Uh, Michelle, Uh-oh. I would like yes, an sir? adverb, please. An adverb. Oh, adverbs suck. Um. <laughs> everybody hates adverbs. <laughs> I do. Descri- yeah. Describing a noun. Like fluidly or skankily. Drippily. Uh, drippingly, I think, would be the one. Drippingly, uh, yeah, drippingly. <clears throat> All right. And, uh, Miles, I need the name of a female conservative. Ooh. I'm going to go, um, Ann Coulter. All right, always a popular one, uh, <laughs> Coltergeist. Uh, if I can spell our name, um, yeah, well, this White is gonna be funny. Uh, oh, <laughs> now, come on. So, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buzz you. Uh, but uh, 
And that's okay. Uh, Joe Santorsa, I need the name of a place. Uh, Wichita. Wichita, Kansas? Well, yeah. Okay. Or, or China. One of the other. Okay. Well, I'll go with Wichita. Wichita we'll go with Wichita, China. China. Which, that, that is your desire. It is Wichita, China. Excellent. I've been there. The on suburb a, of Peking. Been through there on a bypass. Uh, rain, part of the body, plural. Toes. Toes. Um, and uh, Michelle, a part of the body, plural. Pupils. <laughs> uh, Miles, I need a verb ending in ing. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you were gonna say fucking, weren't you? Sucking. 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 Oh yeah, no, I, I was going in a dark place. No, sucking is much better. Oh, you were gonna say killing, <laughs> yeah. uh, murdering. Uh, uh, oh, oh no, yeah, no, sucking is what I, I was gonna go with something. Uh, oh, mm, you know, with you, uh, uh, no, no, never mind, sucking. <laughs> Just save that thought for the next round. Uh, uh, and let's see. Uh, uh, Joe, you're next. Uh, part of the, of the body, plural. Well, since we're talking about Anna Coulter, let's say Adam Apples. <laughs> All right. Um, and let's go ahead and uh, get to rain. I need a number. Any number will do. Rain, are you are you still there? Did you mute? I am. Um, okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two, as in catch twenty-two, or channel twenty-two Perhaps. out of Pittsburgh, the syndicated Perhaps. channel. Uh, channel channel twenty-two out of Pittsburgh was was featured briefly in the movie Flashdance. Everyone, um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Michelle, I need uh, the name of a conservative. Oh, um, male, 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 or is Sean Hannity? Okay, there we go. Yes, Hannity. Uh, ooh, these are gonna be good. Uh, and let's see. Oh, we only have one more, and this one goes to Miles. Bummer, you get an adverb. Mm. Fondly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we Wait, go. Did he say fondly or fondlingly? <laughs> fondly. Fondling, fondling was the word I was considering using as a verb earlier, but I went with sucking. Oh, there you go. But, no. uh, fondlingly. Okay, here we go, everybody. Our two Mad Libs are complete. This uh, first one is called Fancy Pants Dance School. Fancy. <laughs> Fancy pants dance school. Fancy pants. Uh, we would like to drippingly inform you that you have been accepted by Madame <laughs> Ann Coulter's dance school, the premier dance school in the Wich in Wichita, China. Here is a list of disjointed courses we offer. 
ballet, a deplorable form of dance with its ludicrous origins in the French court. <laughs> Sounds about right. Boy. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember when the French invaded China. Yeah, it, Wichita, China. <laughs> uh, Wichita. And uh, <laughs> you'll learn to perform with crusty grace and moist elegance. <laughs> okay, mo moist, moist elegance is my oh, next wow. band name right there. Um, uh <laughs> Well, it, but okay, so you'll learn to perform with crusty grace and moist elegance while twirling on the tips of your toes. See, Rain, look at that. You you, you made it. Tip toes. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, oh, they also have a, a, a course in tap dancing as well. The name comes from the desiccated sound made when metal drama bombs on the dancer's bagels touch a blustery surface. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read that again. The name comes from the desiccated sound made made when metal drama bombs on the dancer's bagels touch a blustery surface. Yeah, that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. We'll teach you to rhythmically tap your pupils. Yeah. Um, here we go. Irish step. Oh, Irish step. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm sorry. It's Irish step sucking. Uh, <laughs> you, you, I, I gotta say, Irish step sucking would be a lot more appropriate name than Irish step dancing because I hate that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You will learn to be <laughs> swift on your Adam's apple and stand straight as a bone marrow as you perform vomitous Irish folk dances. Sounds accurate as hell. <laughs> Sounds all right. Yeah. I'm Irish and I cannot stand Irish folk music, Irish dancing, any of that. Irish food, on the other hand, I'm fine with. I'm part Irish. I like the music, but the dancing is a little weird. I don't like Scottish music. Susan's like, you're not, you're not Irish, you're Scottish. Okay. <laughs> I hate when public right. television uses those Irish dances. I'm part of the Buccanin. Oh, yes. You know, so, I, I, I call and say I want last year's donation back. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this this one uh, is called All the Right Moves. It's been 22 grueling weeks on Gotta Dance, America's latest and greatest stellar reality show. Now it's down to <laughs> mm -hmm. just... Now it's just down to two rotting dancers. You, <laughs> you and crowd favorite Sean Hannity. Tonight, the deafening winner will be crowned. Understandably, you're nervous. Beads of... Beads of jizz drip down your hairy hand. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Beads of jizz. Oh, that's wrong. So wrong. So, that yes. is so... Has anybody ever seen jizz? <laughs> beads. It's not beads. It's more like glistening ribbons, really. Um, so oh, it's past our bedtime. It's past our bedtime, folks. Nice, never. Yeah. So, beads of jizz drip down your hairy hand as you wait, as you wait to begin your final poop. Oh, somebody call Doctor Freud. Uh, That's the, <laughs> the music starts and you perform a dramatic series of fluffy leaps, twirls, and twists.
topping it with a senile finish that has the judges leaping from their rabbit warrens and applauding fondly. You've got the big win in the bag, and if anyone deserves to be in the in the shit gibbon light, it's you. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I am any- so sorry I added jizz into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I described it as more glistening ribbons than beads. So <laughs> okay. Sometimes we need to talk about jizz and glistening ris- ribbons. Not not often. Not often. No. Okay, no, here's the thing. Too. The reason why I brought up glistening ribbons um, is because I had a party years ago and I had a Sammy Hagar record in my basement. And somebody wrote glistening ribbons of semen on it. Oh, okay. Nobody ever, nobody ever confessed to who did it, but I kind of thought it was funny. Not kidding, are you? I'm not. They wrote it. I'll take a picture of the album. I think I still have it. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) and when you said, and I was like, you know what? It's more like glistening ribbons, really. So. (laughs) No. Yeah. Terrible. So, <laughs> Moon Mare says, "Never be sorry for including jizz in a Mad Lib," and that's the thing is you 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 put it out there, and I was kind of out of nouns, but I was like, "Oh, there's a type of liquid. Let's put it in there." <laughs> oh, no. oh yes, everybody was complicit. Everyone. Yes. <laughs> there's a liquid. Let's put it in there. <laughs> Uh, all right. We're done with Mad Libs, everybody. We got to wrap this shit up. So, yes, we do. (laughs) All right. In the same order, we'll, we'll, uh, for Mad Libs, we will, we will start with, uh, uh, Michelle, uh, for parting shot. What do you have for us tonight? Other than another dirty, Um, dirty word. So, no, I will not. I will not say more dirty words. However, I will say something dirty. Um, please yeah. join us 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on My Check Radio. We'd be happy to have you. We're actually looking at a new format. We're going to try to shuffle things around a bit, but I think you guys will have fun. Lots and lots of nerd talk. Please join us. Yeah, Thank not you. just, and, and we don't want to scare people up by saying nerd talk because it, we, we're going to try and get people involved right. on My Check Radio. Just talking about TV shows or movies or anything like that that they recommend. Um, yeah, so yeah. we don't want to alienate people. We'll try and turn you on to new stuff. I actually am going to be doing a review of Mindhunter, um, the, the the new Netflix series, which is not you know it's it's a it's a docudrama series about uh, uh, the FBI's origins in in classifying serial killers and stuff like that. Um, a fascinating show, yeah, not, very fascinating show, but you know, s- stuff like that. And we want people's and feedback. I'm, ho- I'm hoping, yeah. yeah, I'm hoping to do like old, old school stuff, you know, just stuff that people haven't heard of in a while and just, sure. you know, finding the campy fun and a lot of old fantasy stuff that's out there. So I am looking forward to doing that as well. Yes, there's going to be the political talk, but I want people just to realize that we're going to have some fun on that show and it's yeah. not all going to be, you know crazy stuff yeah yeah there, there's gonna be we, we've been talking about this a lot lately 
about changing yep. things up and uh it's it's for the better and you're not going to want to miss it and um if if nope. miles can get things figured out for this saturday he'll be running the board but if not i'll be running it for all three hours and i think john is going to try and try his hand at uh hosting the whole host. yes. yeah Hell yeah so so that's good but like i did on southern progressive revival a couple weeks ago um uh, basically i'll push the buttons introduce john and let him go and, and i think it should be fun it was it worked out well on spr so i think it'll work out just as good on uh yeah, you can NCR. run it you can run it that's fine yeah but, yeah. but we have to see oh. if the if the new laptop will handle it so we have we're gonna have to do some testing time so yeah yeah absolutely but yeah susan is uh going on out of town tomorrow so and i'm on staycation so I'm just going to do everything I can to work on stuff for Indie Media Weekly and stay out of trouble. And honest to God, I'm in so much pain. I'm in so much PDF done. Yeah, I'll work on it, man. I had a fucking bathroom to work on yesterday. Yes, yes, but but please join us on Mike Check Radio. If you want to add anything into the program, you're more than welcome to give us your your, um, input. We'd be happy to change things up a bit. I know not everybody wants to hear politics all the time, but we'd be happy to be talking about nerd stuff. We love talking games, anime, comic books, uh, movies, anything. So please let us know. Again, I want to start, you know, like you said, talking about older stuff, talking about classic comedies or dramas or whatever. You know, uh, I honestly think I, I would love to do people's, like, do top do you know top five lists of like certain shows like the twilight zone or star trek or you know um anything you know so but uh yeah so we're definitely working working our way towards that and uh uh next in line um my miles lagan in port st lucie uh what's your parting shot sir Yes, well, Michelle covered all that very well, so no need for that. Uh, I just like to thank Joe for pulling a victory out of the clutch, much like the Dolphins did this last weekend with the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. I thought you that was shut just... up! <laughs> oh no, did I hit a nerve? Stop it, Kyle! Don't see. I know what's happening so, here. Stop it. Well, stop. Okay, it. all right. So. Enough about this past victory. I'm just looking Stop forward it. to uh, remaining undefeated next weekend. So yeah, okay. Or next Tuesday. When's the next time <laughs> you guys go into the Super Bowl? <laughs> Ooh, trash talk. Oh, well, I, I can trash I talk, like Joe. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to say, that's yay! Lin- Indians lost. Traffic will be better. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and my Yankees did it to them. Yes, that's right. Nice. They did. Thank yes, you, my Yankees, Yankees did it to. Yes. Yeah, so. so that that was all I got. Just all right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very good, Joe. Well, we didn't mention this tonight, but Rick Scott has declared a state of emergency in Florida. Oh dear God. Why? Why? Because Richard Spencer's on his way. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is true. This is true because the white supremacist is on his way to. Speak at the University of Florida, Rick Scott has declared in advance a state of emergency. This is where we've come. This is where we've come. Well, do you blame him after? I mean, really, I'm not a fan of Rick Scott's, obviously, but. No, I'm not either. After Charlottesville, do you blame him? 
Thank you for bringing this oh, up boy. because I got something to say about this. Well, that's no, uh, hey, he's your neighbor, Rain. You know, oh, shut up. Shut up. It really is. It really Shut is. He up. lives a mile away from me. That was an interesting... Yeah. Scott yeah. is a hypocrite. Way too close. But, uh, yeah, it's my parting shot. I mean, just uh, let's watch... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to shut up now. No, no, no. That's fine, Joe. Sorry, if you had bro. something else well, to no, say, I was. No, that was it. Uh, um, you know, like, uh, I think it's remarkable that we've come to a... A time when the governor of a of a state has to declare a state of emergency because some nut Nazi is going to talk. Yeah. Oh, I also want to say uh, Foxfire five hundred five says I, co- I I'm complicit in nothing. So <laughs> uh, when it, when I said we were all complicit in the filthy Mad Lib line. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Rain, you get your parting shot right now. Say what you got to say about this uh, Spencer uh, Florida deal. My parting shot is that there's there's a brewery out there called, uh, it's in Gainesville. I'm looking it up. I've been looking it up because I knew about it yesterday. But, um, so there's a Gainesville brewery out there that is basically saying, go get your tickets to that Spencer rally. Don't go. Yeah. Come back to our brewery. And when you bring those tickets, we're going to give you a free beer. That's oh, awesome. That. That's yeah. great. It's Alligator, it's Alligator Alley, I think. Oh, but that's yeah. fantastic. So. Uh, wow. I, I can that's sense Michelle's going to be ordering some... <laughs> Yeah, that's too Online far away stuff. from us, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'll get their brews, definitely. Excellent. Yeah, I just finally found it. I'm putting it, I'm putting it in the chat. <clears throat> very cool. Very cool. So, um, oh, uh, I don't believe that. Anything so else, Ryan? Get those free tickets and then don't turn them in and go get beer and stuff. Do it. Go do so. the thing. Do the thing. Nice. Sorry, that's from Adam's show. Um, so, uh, but yeah, all you right, know, well, oh, oh, go ahead. I, I just have one more thing I have to piss everybody off with. Uh-oh. Might as well end up like we did. I just saw on the Shira and on the television that Trump just told the widow of one of the Green Berets yes, killed in Niger that he knew, quote, he knew what he signed up for. Yeah. Oh, Unquote. my God. Yeah. That oh, bite me. That- was honestly going to be my other parting shot. Oh, oh that I decided my. to go with beer, but he yeah. did. He did. He wow. did that. He said that. All right. Well, on that note, um, Trump yeah, is an asshole. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. All right. Well, we we got to wrap things up because because this old man's tired. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm tired too. But that just sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's that is that's awful. We'll we'll probably talk about that more on Friday. Um, uh, again, since I'm on staycation this week, I'll be talking to some other folks about maybe doing some other programming. Michelle, you kind of got me inspired to really get the ball rolling on maybe doing uh, the uh, our home cooking show. Uh, oh, that'd be soon. Because cool. I know Janet's itching to do that, and I think John wants to, wants in on that as well. Um, so uh, yeah, we we should definitely do it. But uh, on that note, uh, we'll all be cookies and stuffing and all sorts of. Fun oh yeah, stuff. anything. Yeah, yeah. Warm, uh, cold, cold weather meals. That's what we we're looking at. So um, anyway, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up right now. Thank you everybody for staying late. Skype, get your act together. 
And uh, we'll see everybody on Friday. Be sure to check out all of the other fine programming. And uh, see you in the funny papers. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. What the hell?